Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good afternoon and a very Merry Christmas. You are listening to me, Paul Hawksby, alongside Andy Jacobs, and this is our Clips of the Year special. Coming up in the show, we'll Haven't be... I'm finished oh, yet. Sorry. Calm down, Andy. I know it's Christmas. You're so excited. <laughs> We're over the next three hours. We'll be bringing you our highlights of the show from the last 12 months. Take it away, Andy. <laughs> Certainly wasn't that intro. Coming up in the show, we'll be bringing you some of our favourite clips of the week in 2023, including the best of Alan. Brazil, Fisherman's Blues, Jim White, Simon Jordan and many, many more. That's right. We'll also bring you some of our favourite interviews from the past 12 months. We'll be hearing from the likes of Adrian Edmondson and Jack Whitehall, as well as the highlights of our annual trip to the Cheltenham Festival. So, without further ado, hello everyone and hello Andy. Ho, 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 compliments of the season. Very kind, very kind to you and yours, as my milkman used to say every year. (laughs) Um, so what a Christmas. Have you been enjoying yourself, Andy? So I've had a fabulous time. Yeah, it's been. You've been at the sherry? By the sound of that intro, you probably have. I have. In the last 10 minutes. <laughs> but yeah, the season of goodwill, um, but not necessarily if you're in the uh, Clips Roundup. So shall we crack on? <laughs> There's not? lots to get through. Hmm. Um, and we bring you our first set of Clips. We start with the best of Talk Sport's very own goat. And I mean that in the nicest possible way, as in uh, greatest of all time. The one and only Alan Bernard Brazil. And uh, we'll kick off. Where do you want it? Let's kick us off, Andy. Go for it. Okay, let's kick off with Alan, who appeared to be suffering with a small pocket of wind. What worries me, Glenn, I don't want you to sound like a stock record, but I just, when it comes to the crunch. (laughs) He didn't even break sweat or or stride, did he? He just sort of carried on as if it hadn't hadn't happened. That's quite a a skill in itself. Well, that's the skill of the man, isn't it? Now, this is the Skelmersdale manager, Pascal Chimbonda. Yeah, sorry if you missed that this year. Mm. I'll repeat that. The Skelmersdale <laughs> manager, Pascal Chimbonda. Is he still there? Yeah, I oh, think he is. Okay. He joined Alan on breakfast earlier in the year, and he's clearly a big fan of Alan's sense of humour. I will do everything, you know, to, to, to make that club, you know, good and see if people come into the club, put some money in. I think, I think the problem was, Pascal, Jamie paid himself 20 grand a week at Billericay. I think that's where the money went. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you, 
Yeah, he liked that yeah. one, Pascal, <laughs> yeah, didn't he? Tremendous. Slight overlaugh. Got to get him in for it the birthday a, spread. It was a good line. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he picked up the football bants when he was over here. What's next, Andy? It's Alan with Championship News. Up there on Saturday, ahead of the game, Wayne has been speaking to Talk Sport and was asked how he's approaching Carrick's Middlesbrough. Beautifully said, Middlesbrough. This is um, Big Al again with one of his trademark deepest depth moments. Tomorrow, 19th place of Leicester, take on 18th place Bournemouth. <laughs> I think it's the quadro. He gets a bit of quadro in there and it makes him go a bit moist. I think that's what happens. Now, do you remember the brilliant video Ryan Reynolds put together for his fellow Wrexham owner, Rob McElhenney, earlier in the year to make sure people pronounce his name correctly? It's McElhenney, McElhenney. What ways to massacre and mispronounce it, there are many. It's McElhenney, McElhenney. If there was doubt, now there won't be any. It's McElhenney. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, I mean, yeah. uh, Ryan, they're making mm. it pretty clear how to pronounce mm. it. So, anyway, this was uh, Alan chatting about Wrexham. Uh, the club has become one of the most talked about in the world due to Hollywood owners Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob, um, was it, Michael Henry? <laughs> what was Kill Henry? <laughs> Michael Henry. <laughs> yeah, all that money spent on a video, what was the point of that? <laughs> so, next, Andy. Staying with mispronunciations, here's Big Al discussing the England manager. Bellingham, who led the comeback, winning the penalty for the equaliser and setting up a cracking Marcus Rashford goal for the second. England boss Sarath Gouthgate uh, told Talksport just how highly he rates Jude. I love the way he says Sarath Gouthgate and then stops himself and thinks, oh, I can't be bothered to change. <laughs> it's fine. You know People know I who I mean. You know what I meant, good old Sarath from Lord of the Rings. Uh, this is uh, Alan with news of a competition and we should point out before you listen to this, this is exactly how it went out, by the way. That Alan had been out with Sir Rod Stewart the yeah. night before. Right, the Arnold, Club, uh, the Arnold Clark Cup is back for 2023 in February. England Lionesses will defend on the title against three new challengers, Belgium, Italy and Korea Republic, as part of a round-robin format, Stadium MK, Ashton Gate Bristol and the CBS Arena in Coventry will each host a brilliant doubleheader match day next month to celebrate with a top prize to give away this morning. Up for grabs we have, right, listen up, a pair of tickets to an Arnold Clark Cup match day of your choice and we'll chuck in £400 towards travel uh, and accommodation, right? To win answer this question, who is the current team captain of the Lionesses? Is it Alicia Russo or is it Leah Williamson? Text the word... Uh, text the word win... To... Right, so we'll come back to that. I don't know what's happened there. Uh, we're short of staff this morning. <laughs> right, okay, so on Sunday, two Giants meet again. I think what happened there is that you've been out with Rod Stewart the night before. <laughs> We're short of staff. We're short of staff today. That's, <laughs> That's what's a brilliant happened. excuse. What's happened it? there? Not, uh, yeah. I must remember that next time I make a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, we were surprised to hear Alan say this earlier in the year. This is Talks About Breakfast with Arnold Clark's Real Deal. Get an extra £500 when you part exchange. Dean Saunders alongside me. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just see if we can park. So what are we going to get with Dean Saunders? <laughs> I don't know, really. That would be good. See yeah. how much we'll get from Park Exchange. <laughs> Dean and a Cortina. <laughs> What's next, Andy? It's Alan with a question for Harry Redknapp. 
What are you doing this weekend? Are you watching or are you racing? No, just just watching a bit of racing. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. You're doing both then. I understand that. Yeah, you managed to get both in. Uh, this is Alan and Ray Parler discussing music. Blink 182. Blink 182. He comes out with some strange ones, doesn't he? Holly's like that, Ian Holloway. He's, he's got some taste up his backside in music as well. <laughs> I'm glad he added in music. <laughs> taste up his backside in music. <laughs> Staying with music, Alan set Dean Saunders talks what shortest ever quiz earlier this year. In the summertime. In the summertime. Who sang that, Dean? Kinks. <laughs> no suspense music there. It's no Arnold Clark Cup. Didn't drag, <laughs> didn't drag that out for a week, did they? Here's Alan making a top boxing guest feel very special alongside Gabby Agbonlahor. Uh So there you go, Jack Warrington there. It's um, Josh. Josh was on a few weeks ago. It's, it's Josh, not Jack. Well, I've got down here. Look. It doesn't make it right, though, Al. <laughs> Maybe we're short of staff again. <laughs> we might be. <laughs> he got a bit who's on first when he said Joshua. Who's he suddenly he's brought? Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Let's bring you Alan's highlight of the year now. There we are. That was it, basically. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Uh, and this is Alan previewing an upcoming wrestling event. Several top stars, including e -A uh, sorry, AEW <laughs> Women's World Champion, uh, Jamie Hayter, Nigel McGuinness, Pat, uh, Anthony, um, what's it, Ogongo? Ogongo. Yeah. Tremendous. <laughs> I couldn't tell how many people were involved. Oh, no, Pat. Pat doesn't even get a surname. Pat. Just Pat. Was it Pat Butcher? Pat. Maybe that was the women's champion. And Nigel McGuinness does not sound like a wrestler, does not it? really. You've no. got the Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, yeah. The Undertaker. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, Nigel McGuinness. See my man, Nigel. He sounds like an accountant. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is Alan and Ray Parler here, straying into the kitchen. The Telegraph have been taking a look at some of the best summer recipes to stay both cool and satisfied. Among them, watermelon salad with black olives and chilli. Not for me. Tomato and nectarine, nectarine is it? Salad with slivers nectarine, of mango. Nectarine. <laughs> nectarine. What did you say? Was it? Nectarine. Never heard of it. <laughs> Alan's not strong on fruit and veg. <laughs> He's not really. <laughs> Unless they're distilled. Unless you can turn it into a cocktail. It's unlikely. Nectarine sounds like a sort of a whiskey, doesn't it? Sounds like, I do love a bottle of nectarine. Tearing. Uh, now, if you've somehow never seen a film in the John Wick franchise, then this chat between Dean Saunders and Alan Brazil will very much get you up to speed. Twelve fellas with balaclavas on, with machine guns. In an art gallery. What in an art gallery, at? right? He's hiding behind the pillars, and all he's got is one of them, you know, one of them uh, sticks with a bit of chain on it, martial arts. Oh. And he, he done the 12 of them. <laughs> there we are. Alan very much in touch with the yeah. martial arts franchises. I think that was post another night out with Rod, by the sound of it. What was that noise, Al? Just remind us. Oh, and he, yeah, fantastic. fantastic Everybody was kung fu fighting. This is Alan giving the big build up to a guest. He became the sixth Englishman to play for Real Madrid. Spanish football expert, the top man, the dandy don, Graham Hunter. Hunter, excuse me, joins us now. <laughs> Graham, Graham Hunter. Hunter. It's lovely when they give you a big build up and get it wrong. It's fab. 
Good old Graham Hunter. Yes. Here's Adam with news from the Rugby World Cup. England prop Joe Marler has come to the defence of the side's style of play. He said, why do you have to, uh, I, I, why do you have to finance, it, uh, uh, f- finance it where you've got to win? It's the World Cup, haven't you? Was that a direct quote, Al? <laughs> I think it why was. do you did Joe say why do you well, finet, is it finens it? I just I don't <laughs> think he said that. He it did, does he seem did. very unlikely. Alan now with some news away from sport. And the game, of course, is live on Talksport. Uh, coverage begins at ten a.m. Coming up, it's a uh, it's a level result day today. A level, A level, A level. Oh, give give us a break, will you? <laughs> give us a break. <laughs> Those the words are written down, A level. It's the a level result. Or oh, level result. So it was just a couple of weeks before. Fantastic. What's next? It's Alan setting Gabby Agbon Lahore to work for the longest shift of his life. Villa's all-time top Premier League scorer and our very own mystic mayor Gabby Agbonlaho joins us from 8 to the end of the season that was Toxworth's breakfast menu there we are it's a long yeah from 8 till the end of the season it's like they shoot horses that was from August it was (laughs) this is Alan previewing the next guest we think right up next we'll find out just how likely as we see Andy Money a victory at Wimbledon today yeah, pardon. <laughs> Didn't make a victory at Wimbledon today. What's next? Maybe if we play it backwards, it'll make more sense. Let's find out. Yes, just a little bit worse. If that, you know, be nice. It was the other way. It does. Well, it I does think it's actually, fantastic. Yeah, much clearer, yeah, yeah. Well said, Al. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Big Al discussing cosmonauts. I don't know why, but he was for some strange reason. Did Yuri Gagagin? I bet you don't even know who Yuri Gagagin was. Listen, I wouldn't go to space. Who was Yuri Gagagin? Yuri Gagagin was a ventriloquist act from Russia, wasn't he? He was. I'm Yuri Gagarin. Crack in the gox. I don't want to go back in the gox. Crack in the gox. Yuri Gagarin. Yuri Gagarin, wasn't it? Of course. Yes, it was Yuri Famously. Gagarin. Yes, That's right. In case you space. don't know, yes. First man in crack in the lunar godule. I don't want to go in the lunar godule. What's next, then? Finally. Finally. What was the old German player Schweinsteiger's first name again? Don't worry, Alan and Gabby will know. Bastian Schweinsteiger. Bastian, good morning. Good morning, Bastian. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Gabriel. Bastian, how are you? Health all good? So, Bastian, uh, just just a quick one. Bastian, your um, old club by Munich. Do you know what, Bastian? I don't know if you agree, but Harry, is it going to take time, do you think? Uh, Bastian, or Bastian, what about uh, looking ahead now to the Euros in Germany? Final question, Bastian, did you enjoy your time in England? Bastian, great Thank to you, talk Bastian. to you again. Good luck with the tennis and the golf. Uh, Bastian <laughs> Schweinsteiger there. Crack, I, thought you were quick, I thought you were quicker than that, Bastian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you, Bastian. Yes. I, he prefers that, Seb, didn't he? Did anybody tell them? That went on forever. I was just waiting for the last Bastian. <laughs> I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. So there we are. As the big man always says when he sees us out and about, you try getting up at four o'clock in the morning working from six. He's got a point. And we said, well, basically, you get up at past five and you work from about ten past six. But, uh, no, he's a great man, a top broadcaster. We mm. we love him to death. But there we are. That was uh, the big owl clips from the past 12 months. Still to come, we have plenty more, including our favourites from talk sports, live sports coverage, Fisherman's Blues and Nigel Botherway. We'll be hearing from actor and comedian Jack Whitehall. You are listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport in partnership with Toolstation. Get great deals in-store, online or on the app in the Toolstation early January sale.
Welcome back to the Hawksby and Jacobs. It's a very uplifting version of Jingle Bells, that, is it, really? <laughs> I feel quite miserable now. Oh, terrible. I'm quite enjoying Christmas until he put that on. Blimey. It's like Santa's funeral. Oh, he's picking up a bit now. What would they play at Santa's funeral? That. <laughs> yeah. He was a lovely bloke. He, like, he was a bit overweight, but, you know. Anyway, welcome back. It's Hawksby and Jacobs Clips of the Year on TalkSport. Now, let's have a trawl through some of our favourite clips from the best of TalkSport's live sports coverage of 2023. Andy, kick us off. Yeah, we start with Stuart Pearce with a classic Curse of the Commentator moment. I think what tends to happen, Jim, they book them for time-wasting, then you can do anything you actually want and you don't get a second yellow in the main, you know? Or do you? He's gone, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, you should never say that as a commentator, Stu, definitely. Here's the former Palace midfielder turned pundit Sean Derry talking Manchester United strikers. I know there was the exception where you're thinking about they've got certain players in that position. The the one for me is the um, is Woodhorse at the the top. Woo Woodhorse, was it? Was was it near Halloween when that game was played? (laughs) Vout Veghorst, of course. And this is the voice of golf, Bob Bupker at the U.S. Open with a surprise admission. The English got a pretty good chance of. Uh, of coming away with a victory here in Los Angeles. By the way, mm. uh, I got wind. Oh, dear, Bob. Mm. <laughs> Somebody rub him on the back. Janice, <laughs> rub him on the back, for goodness sake. Get rid of it. Well, to be fair, Bob wouldn't be the first person on TalkSport to have that problem. The weight was the thing that killed him. He, he was dead at the weight. But say the standby players, <coughs> excuse me. If they did push it any further, it was it was only going to end one way. I don't want you to sound like a stock record, but I just I think I can do well. Yeah. That ties in with Jim Furyk, the clubhouse leader at five under par. Blackpool can't pick up a point. Wolves are useless. On the talking points for everybody on this Sunday. It's happening more and more because the tackle laws have got so... Uh... In League One, leaders Tranmere lost 2-1 at home to Don Gosler. Like the three wise monkeys, as far as I'm concerned. Cigarettes and alcohol. <laughs> Obviously, you're, you're a great supporter of that form. Just two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you weren't eating during <laughs> that. Blimey. <laughs> That's a lot of different noises. Oh, oh dear. I know it's, yeah, no, you're juvenile. We're not juvenile. <laughs> we are, but it's funny. Anyway. Uh, so next, Andy. Now, you may recall this memorable score update from our legendary cricket correspondent, the late, great Jack Bannister. 255 for five. Here we are, this Jack. So it was lovely to hear one of our current cricket reporters, Sam Ellard, pay homage to Jack during the Cricket World Cup. Yeah, good afternoon. We had a a delay of over two hours. Uh, 30 overs were were bowled. Bangladesh were 155 for for 55 for five. (laughs) 155 for for, for 55. Beautiful. So next, Andy. Let's get a full-time report in the championship now from Jake Robson. Rotherham have now dropped 19 points from winning positions this season. Will that cost them further down the line? Watford stay third. It's finished. Watford won, Wotherham won. <laughs> Watford won, <laughs> Wotherham won. won. <laughs> Beautiful. Who did win? Not I know everybody I can win, can they? This is commentator Adam Bridge at Burnley v Borough. 
And Roberts has gone down this right-hand side. The pass wasn't the best uh, from Benson, but he's done well. And is he fouled by the corner flag? Referee says no. That would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. You've got to give it. You've got to give him a, a yellow or a red card. That's you not right. Fouled by the cynical. And we did enjoy Adam Bridges' in-depth interview with Wolves manager Julian Lopetegui earlier this year. You must be delighted with uh, the performance from your team tonight. Uh, good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. Good night. That was good. Yeah, uh, beautiful. Uh, Michael Sheen will play Lopetegui in the film, won't you? Definitely. Um, rugby league now, and for uh, Catlands Dragons coach Steve McNamara, it's clearly all about the collective. It's about a team. It's about a team. Uh, you know, the team. What sits behind the team? Uh, I have a brilliant staff that work uh, alongside me for our team. So this is the team on the field is our team, which sits behind the team. And then our administration team, what sits behind that? Yeah. When they have virtual meetings, what do you think they use? Teams. Microsoft Teams, of course. Well <laughs> exactly. done, Andy. Yes. This is uh, Sam Matterface now, commentating on Manchester United versus Forest, with a novel way of giving out the TalkSport phone number. The Sports Bowl will be open for business on National Radio straight after this game. 03717 <laughs> <laughs> Sam would be a good racing commentator. I think you should give it a try. Uh, let's get a tennis update now with Lisa O'Sullivan. We have a rerun of last year's women's final in the first match on centre court. Anstruber looking for revenge over champion Elena Rabakina. And the USA's Madison Keys has a big ask. No need for that. Rude, isn't it? Really? <laughs> no need for that. Anyway, sticking with tennis, this is Jamie O'Hara who had a question for Lisa. What's going on then tomorrow? Um, um, is it men's semi-finals? Yes. Or is it, it is men's semi-finals oh. days. <laughs> what was that, Lisa? It's a bit unfortunate, yeah. <laughs> It's men's semi-finals wow. days. <laughs> there was obviously something wrong with the line, but it made her sound really cockney, like <laughs> she was Dalek. governor. <laughs> cockney Dalek, like the governor of the Queen Vic. Yeah. Oi, who turned the tennis off the telly? <laughs> who put countdown on? Get out of my pub. You couldn't hear Lisa giving us all <laughs> yeah. that, couldn't you? Beautiful. What's next, then? It was great to have former Charlton manager Dean Holden working with us on TalkSport earlier in the year, although it sounds like Dean wasn't quite so keen. The overriding feeling I've got right now, sat here with uh, next to Alex Crook, is, is one of uh, disappointment. Poor Alex, really. It's <laughs> very good. Poor so. Alex, no need for that. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a score update from Newcastle now. Half time at St James's Park. Let's get back to Harmy. Newcastle to Aston Half time. Was he banging himself on the throat <laughs> as he did that? I wonder. Yeah. Charles Aznavour. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, England correspondent Faker others now. Clearly not a fan of Perry Groves. Here at Box Park at Wembley Stadium, Perry Groves, the Arsenal, former Arsenal winger. <laughs> <It's a bit laughs> is he an arse or is he a former arse? I don't quite know. <laughs> no idea. This is Stuart Pearce at Cardiff versus Leeds in the FA Cup. That gives Cardiff a free kick and might mean that they get a replay. Yeah, might well do. As I say, they're hanging on for grim death. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging on for grim death. Not ideal, really. Uh, back to Steve Harmison. Here he is during our cricket commentary. Because he's coming around the wicket, the way England have combated Neil Wagner, Neil Wagner with the clan they've got. Cool, that could <laughs> be the first version. Yeah, that's right. Poor old Neil. He won't be pleased with that, will he? <laughs> and sticking with cricket, it's John Norman now during our IPL commentary. Rotating the strike. He will face the first ball of the 15th over this game. Is swinging back the way of the super giants, Monty Python. Monty Python? Monty Panasonic. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, though. 
Yes, uh, um, I think well, there's no way. Uh, we thought we'd ask, but there was no way. No chance. The former England spinner, a very serious mm. sports person, Monty Panesar, will be prepared to sing the Lumberjack song for us. Definitely, no, absolutely no way in the world. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. Cut down trees, I eat my lunch, I go to the lavatory. On Wednesdays I go shopping and have buttered scones for tea. He cuts down trees, he eats his lunch, he goes to the lavatory. Apparently he will do it, if you ask him. Good old Monty, what a great sport. Yeah, he did it well. was Monty Panasar there. And finally, this is golf correspondent Bob Bubka discussing Tiger Woods at the Masters. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look good. He only played a nine holes practice on Monday, nine holes on Tuesday, no golf on Wednesday. Yes, and of course, as you can imagine, that did remind us of something. <laughs> a nine holes practice on Monday, nine holes on Tuesday, no golf on Wednesday. Bob and Craig David together at last. So there we are. So that was the best of the clips from our live sports coverage over the past 12 months. Still to come, plenty more clips, including our favourites from Fisherman's Blues and the best of the TalkSport callers. And we'll bring you our interview with actor and comedian Jack Whitehall from earlier in the year. You're listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport. Hope you're having a great Christmas. Beautiful. Yeah, I think the reindeers have died now. <laughs> it's, uh, we're it's so grim, delighted that Jim White has come in to play piano live for us today. It's God bless him. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Welcome back. It is Hawksby and Jacobs mm. Clips of the Year on TalkSport. Time now to head down to the riverbank. Get into your bivvy. Pop the old camping kettle on. Uh, your Limboy Primus. And enjoy <laughs> the best clips the past year on Fisherman's Blues with our old mate. Nigel Botherway and uh, get us underway Andy. We start with Nigel previewing a guest. We'll be speaking to fly casting instructor Robin Elwes who like John Bailey has travelled round the world and will have some interesting tales for us but be interesting to hear won't it the sort of the average day or a day in the life of a fly fishing instructor. Yeah not sure Nigel. (laughs) That will be of course it will be. be. Uh, This is Nigel with news of a uh, trip to the riverbank. I was speaking salmon yesterday. I was down on the River Test yesterday with Sean Spires, and uh, not to be confused with Sean Hodges, who I normally fish with. That seems unlikely, nice, <laughs> because they've got completely different surnames. It's like saying I was down on the test with Sean Dyche yesterday, not to be confused with Sean Puffy Coombs, who I usually fish with. <laughs> bit harsh. <laughs> All bit of harsh. these are a bit harsh. Yeah. There was a point earlier in the year where Nigel's guest, shark fisherman Paul Fenwick's voice, went a bit haywire. He did, yeah. But he's just returned for an amazing shark fishing trip, which saw his party of carp angling friends both two potential British records. Here he is now to talk sharps, sharks, carp, and much, much more. Morning, Paul. How are we doing? Morning, Nigel. How are you? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> yes, it did remind us of this classic old TalkSport <laughs> advert from back in the day. Hello, David. How are you? <laughs> of course it is. What's next, then? It's top angler Gary Spencer with a contentious comment about another sport. 
bit like even playing golf. I mean, you, you know, you're out in the countryside of gas golfing. I used to do it years ago, and you're hitting a ball around, and it seems pretty pointless. Oh, yeah. That's right off a complete sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, blimey, it is a bit much. I wonder what our legendary voice of golf, Bob Bubka, made of that. Well, Gary, I happen to think fishing is pretty pointless, too. Sitting around all day next to a lake waiting for something to happen? Sounds pretty dull to me. Bob Bubka wouldn't give a tench the time of day talk sport. <laughs> good, old, good old Bob. He was good there. Uh, this is Nigel discuffing. discuffing. <laughs> How do you discuff anything? This is, this is Nigel discussing rivers. That's a fantastic fish for a tiny little river, isn't it? I've, I've still not fished the Wandle. I've driven over it. I've peered into it. You've done what, Nigel? I've peered into it. Oh, blimey. I thought for a minute you said you'd... Um, well, you know, people do that now and again, don't they? They do. Uh, this is Nigel's guest, James Robbins, with some troubling news. We were fishing in what was Czechoslovakia then. Um, and I was fishing on the River Var. Oh, that must oh, be terrible, must really. Terrible. I've all had enough of VAR, haven't we, really? <laughs> Just do away with the River VAR. No one, we all said we wanted the River VAR, now we're not so sure, are we? You get the idea with that. You do. Uh, later on in the show, James told us why it was a bit quiet on the riverbank at the moment. As the season goes on, the, the, the stretch fills up with more and more chub and dace. But at the moment, a lot of them are still out of town. Yeah, they've got places in the country, most of them. They go down, when the weather gets a bit too hot. The Cotswolds, are they? They, they like they're down that way, yeah, or sort of nice bits of Suffolk. Um, what's next, Andy? Nigel was also chatting to a guest about his kids earlier in the year. When we used to go to India, the first time we'd have gone, 1991 or two, would Oliver have been born then? 92, yeah, and I think Oliver was uh, would have been uh, nine then. Blimey. Yeah. Was he still dressing him in that romper suit? That's probably what threw him. Yeah. In a romper suit till he was nine. That's what threw Nigel. Uh, this is a, an envious Nigel now. Steve and Oliver Harper are sat in their boat out pipe fishing on the broads, watching the sun come up, making me quite envious. Um, I, I would love to be there, especially in Steve's boat with a um, nice little bit at the back with a stove and kettle and cooker and, yeah, all mod cons. You say mod cons, I mean, it's a kettle, it's a cooker, it's a stove. It's not quite a 65-inch OLED TV, is it, Nigel? Not really. Not really, no. No. This is Nigel chatting to a caller about his angling adventures. Tell us about um, your trip to Kenya. You've just got back. I saw some pictures you posted. You had some fantastic fishing, didn't you? I've been going to Kenya for 40 years and trolling around the seas. You know, you might catch a marlin, you might catch a sailfish. It appears to be great, but it's, to be honest, it's boring. Fair enough. See, okay, not working. Have you been going for 40 years then? <laughs> not working for the marketing board, are you? <laughs> Certainly not. Uh, this is Nigel quoting a movie star. As Michael Caine might say, not a lot of people know, but Steve Ringer, the world's number one ranked feeder angler, was a brilliant fly fisherman. I don't remember that one. I remember <laughs> blow the bloody doors off. You're a big man. You're out of shape for me as a four. You get the idea, but I don't remember that one. I don't remember no. that one either. What's next, Andy? It's Nigel with a guest who had some pretty big hitters appearing at a recent event he held. Honestly, we've had some actually great speakers, this kind of who's who of social media almost. Well, the who's who of social media yeah. is that we're going to be talking Piers Morgan, Gary Lineker, Kim Kardashian. Sort of I'm people, guessing yeah, those, those sure, sorts yeah. of names. So who was it? We've had Archie Braddock, Phil Ringer, John Bailey, Ian Potts, Bob Roberts, Stu Walker, lovely Terry Theobald, Tommy Pickering, Dave Harrell, uh, Brian Ingram. 
Yeah, <laughs> not not sure about any of those. Uh, it wasn't quite what I expected. Um, here's a caller to Nigel. I bet there have been some great late nights with all the exhibitors. Um, you've had some fun and games over the years and some very happy memories. Any that you could come to mind? Sorry, I've just got someone shouting at me. Oh, OK. Very unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Nigel chatting about rodent encounters on the riverbank. If you're not an angler, this will make you cringe. But as an angler, I'm sure we've all had at some time a rat scurrying over you, looking for your food or your boilies. Um, most of us hang them from trees. We're wise to that. Blimey, I think you meant the boilies. <laughs> I hope sure. he did. <laughs> I can't see Nigel hanging a rat from a tree. Seems no, a no, bit he much. wouldn't. He wouldn't. Uh, this is Nigel attempting the little-known world record for saying the phrase PVA bags the most time in one sentence. The record stood at six. Let's see how he got on. Rob Burgess, I know, was on the stand yesterday um, giving live demos of his PVA bag. I know Rob specialises in uh, PVA bags. That's one of his go-to tactics. And oh, I don't know about you, I'm hopeless at PVA bags. I don't mind PVA mesh, although I can't get that as tight to some people. But um, when it comes to tying a PVA bag, I know a while ago, I think might have been during covid there was um there was a bit of a trend of people seeing how fast they could get do pva bags um, i think rob hughes was filming it and giving sort of all his england carp team england you know marks out of 10 and timing them for a solid pva bag oh, i'd be hopeless at that mine go out like a bag of spanners oh he was so close if he'd gone pva bags and not bag of spanners he would have done it andy it's very what unlucky isn't it equaled it though and actually his friend and fellow fisherman merv pennell Tried his luck with the equally sought-after Ziggs record the week afterwards. Ziggs, yeah. The biggest thing is know when to switch onto the Ziggs. I've I've no hesitation or issues of sitting out with three Ziggs um, rather than uh, three baited uh, on the on the bottom or pop-ups. Ziggs are, you know what? God, when we were when we were younger, I don't think uh, we, we we didn't sort of cotton on to Ziggs. But that is probably the biggest winter tip: is uh, get on the Ziggs. Get on the zigs, mm. yeah. Stop saying zigs. Mm. So zigs stardust is my favourite. Yeah, that was that was very good. Uh, so there we are, the best of fisherman's blues from the last twelve months. He does sterling work, Nigel. Now earlier in the year, myself and Charlie Baker were amazed when we sat in the studio during the show, and Sue Pollard walked past the window. It's not every day sitcom royalty walks among us, so we had to grab her for a chat. Shall I do one? Heidi, hi! Holy oh, oh, well It's a dream come true. <laughs> do you, Sue, do you get do people ask you to shout that, or do they shout that at you in the street every day? Um, no, they shout at me at, at that at my pe- person yeah. about twenty times a day. Twenty times oh. a day, yeah. do you? But I do don't they? really mind it at all. No. The only thing is, if anybody does want to shout at me, it's it at me in the street. Yeah. Can they just ask me? Just while I'm there, because sometimes people don't like to, uh, they're too nervous to shout it. So they let me walk a mile up the road and I have to go, Hoody, I like your song, We're Starting Together, Sue. That was oh, it. Not that, I, so not that I'm a, a super Pollard Ultra. He is a bit ultra. of a super I'm fan. I'm a super Pollard Ultra. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, lovely. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so grateful. I was just saying, I still get people asking me, would I come and sing at you know their yeah. son's wedding or something? But <laughs> I can't, you know, otherwise you'd just be a wedding singer. Exactly, yeah. you can't end up doing that, can you say? I don't mind doing that, though. It's fabulous, but, you know, they, they never offer you any money, which is fair enough. You don't want that, yeah. but they just send you a piece of cake, which yeah. is all very well. You send it in a jiffy bag and there's nothing left of the cake there because it's all <laughs> exactly. squashed. 
Wow, we. I mean, when when the when the I mean, look, it was it was as you said, uh, Croft and Perry who wrote it, so it was going to be a hit. But when you're in a hit sitcom like that, Huge. it's just twenty massive, million massive, people a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you're kind of public property, really, Sue, aren't you? It must be strange. Yeah, I mean, it is. It at first it is because you then think, oh crikey, this is a bit overwhelming. Because, but then. I'm not saying you get used to it in a, in a in a big headed way. It's not that you get to know what is required of you. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. People only want your time. Yeah, just yeah. a couple of minutes, especially now. Can you have a selfie, please? Is it? Yeah. And then you've got to embrace that. Mm. It's no good. But some people aren't very good at that. God love them. No. They're private people, and they just want to go. Oh no, I'm not that person when I'm off there. Yeah. But I think if you're that type and you you don't mind doing that, then you just bring a bit of pleasure to people. Yeah. You just yeah. get on with it. So we're a sports radio station. Do yes, you, I love it. Do, I, I do, you have a, do you have a do you have a do you have a football Aren't team? Are you a Forest all? fan? Sue? Oh yes, I love Forest, and I'm thrilled to bits. Yeah. But have you been on the pitch? You've not been on the pitch at the ground. Oh, Give them a big hidey high. They'd love you. They'd love you to go out there. I'd um, think I think a half they probably time. would. But I did go on one pitch once, and it was it was it the friendly. Oh, mm. we're talking. 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. And it was, of course, the derby, Arsenal oh, and... Wow. Tottenham. Uh, yeah. You're on the pitch at oh, Arsenal? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Doing Heidi Hannah, kicked the ball off. Oh, wow. I mean, not off. I mean, I kicked it to wow. whoever... Yeah. Like Diana Ross. Yeah. At the World Cup. Oh, lucky Graham was... Roberts didn't put her into Rose Z. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we're going to let you do... We're going to play Celebrity Combination Lock with the best celebrity we've had in this slot. Here we go. Combination Lock with your hosts Paul Hawksby and Lock Keeper Charlie Baker. Now, Sue, we've got this uh, combination lock. Yeah. Don't knock the lock. Don't what, knock what? what don't we knock the lock? Knock. Oh, so, yeah. That's all right, yes. Or <laughs> oh, you say knock and I say the <laughs> lock. Heidi's <laughs> going like Heidi, hi, ho, di, ho. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. What don't we knock? The, the lock. lock. There, there we are, good old Sue. Sue. All my dreams come true. Uh, all the stars have played it. <laughs> Chesney Hawks. Yeah, they Al go. Murray, the pub landlord, rugby league legend, Martin of Fire, Tommy Walsh off ground force have all played it. Joe Wilkinson, David Earl, Bob Mortimer. Um, we just need four on. numbers. We've got a combination lock we can't open. Can't open Sue. it. We need to open it. We just need three. Now, I can give you a bit of a clue because somebody has guessed. It was Bob Mortimer who guessed. Um, three of the numbers right, two of them in the correct place, and he went with 0836. So three of those numbers are correct. So 0836. 0836. Three out of the four are correct. Not necessarily in the right place. Yeah, I think Rob Orton gave us yeah three correct numbers, three in the correct place. 0336. That was three of those numbers are in the correct place. So 0336. So uh, I'm going to go with O then. Yeah. Ho de ho. Yeah. Oh yes, Hody Ho. Yeah. Um, six. Six. Oh six. Oh six. Oh six. And then three. Oh okay, three. Oh six. Three six. Three six. Three, six. Oh, six. Three, oh, six. Three, six. Three, six. Let's pull up Let's that find in. out. Let's lock that in. Here we go. Zero six. Yeah. Three. Six. Honestly, the production values oh. are fantastic in this. Here we go, Charlie. Open the lock. I'm putting them in. Four six. numbers. Oh six. Three six. Three, six for super knobbly knees by the pool in 20 minutes. Yeah, oh, don't tell me it's Cathcart. <laughs> <laughs> no! Here we go. Oh, oh I'm so disappointed, Sue. Oh, I'm really disappointed. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> How many did Sue get right? Let's ask the voice of the lock. Three. Three. Oh, How many three. were in the right position? 
Two. Two oh, in the right two. position. Still, Sue. It's oh, been really. lovely to see you. Oh, no, we really pleasure. appreciate this you popping in. It's a dream fantastic. come true, Sue. Yeah. Bless you. When it was all fantastic. And um, I hope... Um, are you going, are you? Okay. Yes, I have to go. <laughs> I was hoping for I mean, a photo. Darling, you camped, I feel like I've done about a three-hour <laughs> musical, dear. <laughs> I'll never get back to my And we're starting together. Well done, and you got the right notes. We're taking a chance on what we've been. Beautiful. Well done, indeed. You're listening to Talk Sport Forest. Get Sue on the pitch at halftime. Thank you, Sue. All the best. There you go. The great Sue Pollard. Still to come, we hear the best bits of our chat with the Arsenal fan and comedian Jack Whitehall. You're listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport in partnership with Toolstation. Get great deals on power tools, electricals and plumbing in the Toolstation early January sale. Hello, it's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Very Merry Christmas to you. We're bringing you the clips of the year. We're here for uh, the next few hours with the best clips and our favourite interviews from 2023. And let's hear the first of those interviews right now. Myself and Charlie Baker were thrilled to be joined in the studio early in the year by actor, comedian and Arsenal fan Jack Whitehall. Here are some of the highlights. Probably going to you, Jack. To the coronation. Yeah. No, NFI'd. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Absolutely gutted. I didn't get the call up. You and Ivo Graham. I thought Ivo Graham would have at least been posh well, with the eating yeah, connection. But I, I burn all my bridges with um, King Charles because I performed for him when he was still Prince Charles. I did his Christmas party oh, at Kensington wow. Palace and I really bombed in front of him yeah. and Camilla oh, and all of their stuff. I mean, it, it was I was set up to fail. <laughs> there, was, there was no stage or microphone. I literally had to perform on the floor, oh. not on the floor. Um, like, just, a <laughs> like a jester. Like a jester. I was the court jester. I did 30 minutes. They, of, gave, yeah. me the, they gave me this hanging the symbols. <laughs> I had to say, hey, nonny, nonny. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrendous. Yeah. horrendous. Have you done the Royal Variety, Jack? Have you done I've done the Royal before? Variety a couple of times as well. And yeah, so the eggy lineups, how many eggy lineups have you done with Royals where they, they have to say something to you, you have to say something to them is it is it can well, you remember what was yeah, said I, I remember exactly what was said because mm. it was after i so i did the christmas party for for prince charles <laughs> and i made references to the fact that i was at school with kate middleton and i kept referring to her as a joke as the one that got away right. um which didn't go down very well <laughs> with charles and camilla to be fair and clearly then that got reported back to prince william because then when i did the royal variety show and he was there we were doing the royal lineup and he came up and he grabbed my hand really oh. hard and he was like <laughs> apparently you've been chatting up my missus and i was like no no no, 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 no. i was just it was all in jest, don't worry, sir. Wow, uh, so, yeah, that was quite <laughs> a testy oh, moment. What did you open? Well, again, I did, a lot of I did some ginger jokes at the expense of oh, Prince Harry nice. as well, because wow. I thought that would sort of endear me to them. Scorched earth. They went down like a dead corgi. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was really... Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> there was a lot of missteps, to be honest. The best thing is about it, though, because I got some advice, because there's other comedians that have done mm. this weird gig as well. Michael McIntyre's done it a couple yeah. of times. Omid Jalili did it once and didn't get asked back. Uh. And they also told me that they've had other... They, they've tried variety as well. Yeah. And that the year before, they'd had a guy who was clambering through a tennis racket. <laughs> like, if I thought it was hard for me, imagine yeah, doing a half yeah. hour set in front of that it mob sounds, when sounds you're like clambering through a tennis hell, racket. Yeah, I mean, to like be honest, hell. about 10 minutes into my set, I was like, just bring out the tennis racket. I'd rather do that. <laughs> <laughs> One of my other humiliations, which was when I was asked to do the Arsenal Christmas party. And again, oh, yeah. these all seem to be Christmas parties. And I was booked to do it. 
and uh, Arteta was the club captain at the time and I arrived to do stand-up and it was at the Hamyard Hotel in London oh, yeah. and I got there and I said, okay, so where am I going to do my routine? And they said, oh, um, no, you're not going to do a stand-up routine. They're actually bowling tonight because there's a bowling alley and we thought that you could just stand at the side of the bowling alley with a microphone and just sort of crack some gags whilst they're bowling. <laughs> I was like, that sounds utterly horrendous. <laughs> but I was such a rabbit in the headlights and I was, you know, in and amongst yeah. all of my heroes and I didn't want to be booted out of the party. So I said, yes, I'll do that. So I stood at the side of a bowling alley and basically heckled all of my heroes <laughs> as they bowled. Like yeah. some of the English lads knew I was. A lot of the foreign guys had no <laughs> clue. Just some random bloke. They thought, no, they thought I was an employee of the Hamyard oh, Hotel yeah. that had got a little overzealous really and was just slagging off Olivier Giroud every time he yeah. missed a couple of the tempins. And then it, it got even worse because then afterwards they went through to the next element of their Christmas party, which was karaoke. And because obviously I demeaned myself so much with the bowling and that they thought that I was just this person that was yeah. there um, at their beck and call, Arteta came over to me and he went, right, the karaoke machine's over there. I'll give you the songs. You cue them up. I was like, I'm actually a professional comedian. It's been booked to do comedy. He's like, over there. I stood in the corner for an hour and a half typing in all of the songs whilst the Arsenal players <laughs> sang karaoke. Wow. It was so <laughs>、いいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいいい
toy poodle. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. People know your dad through the, the TV work and, and Netflix shows and stuff you've done with him. So, um, we say, Charlie just asked you off air, is he a football fan? And you were saying he kind of came to football late. He wasn't, but yeah. is now. Yeah, he was never a football fan at all, had absolutely no interest in it. He quite liked cricket, and other than that, yeah. no interest in sport whatsoever. And then... Uh, married my mum my mum massive football fan she used to play football when she was younger uh, hugely sporty massive Leicester City fan yeah. and then we all grew up and uh, became Arsenal fans because of uh, my grandfather and my brother's a big Arsenal fan so then there was just all, like, constant talk of football in the family and in our household and so my dad was just slowly sort of eroded away and, and, and decided that he was going to be part of these conversations or not and now cut to you know 20 years later he is an avid football fan he watches all of the games Fantastic. he listens to yeah. a bit of talk sport he watches you know Gillette Soccer Saturday and, and it's it's insane like it's Great. a complete you know, like U-turn in this maybe, man that had absolutely no Jeff interest Stanley, in it maybe, it could be maybe. I think <laughs> if they replaced him with Michael Whitehall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that might have not been the dictate from the uh, top imagine, brass at Sky imagine that though if there he was that there first Saturday ah, there's been a goal at Rotherham incredible <laughs> amount of information coming in Rotherham why would anyone want to go to Rotherham no 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 Michael shush please Burton Albion is that even a team he'd do it as well my dad honestly like he cannot he say would. no to a job I'm He's, very, I'm he does aware of that. reality TV and podcasts and I was genuinely worried when they were talking about getting rid of Gary Lineker that he'd be on the phone to his agent <laughs> sniffing around that job well, is there anybody from Sky's listening just give it one week give it to him for one, one week. week one yeah. week with Michael Whitehall he uh, could yeah. be like the big Sam of Gillette Soccer Saturday he they could be. just give it to him till yeah. the end of the season and yeah. see if he can four games yeah, turn yeah, it around but I love the idea <laughs> Well, there we are, Jack mm. Whitehall. It was a shame you missed him, Andy. He was on... Uh, well, Good most Paul. of the best guests have come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> we don't do it on purpose, oh, no. I promise. <laughs> so anyway, still to come, we'll bring you the best clips of the year from the TalkSport callers. We'll also have the best of the TalkSport newsreaders for the first time. And we'll bring you the highlights of our annual trip to the Cheltenham Festival. The racing, not the jazz one, obviously. You're listening to Hawksby and Jacobs mm. on TalkSport. Very Merry Christmas. It's Christmas time And I want to see Santa Claus Hello, hope you're having a great Christmas. It is Hawksby and Jacobs with the Clips of the Year. We're here for the next couple of hours with the best clips with the likes of Jim White and Simon Jordan and the TalkSport callers. And you'll hear some of our favourite interviews of the year. We'll have actor and comedian Adrian Edmondson among them coming up, as well as the highlights of our annual trip to the Cheltenham Festival in March. But it's time now to explore some of the best of the rest of the TalkSport presenters with a lucky dip of clips. And Andy, kick us off. Let's start with some Premier League news from Mark Saggers. Steve Cooper's Forest got a late equaliser, Oreo, Serge Oreo, ex-Chelsea, of course. Yeah, do love his yeah. uh, do love his cookies, don't you? Yeah, and he's not ex Chelsea. No, he's don't worry not about good it. old Serge Oreo. <laughs> you dodged a bullet there, I must say. Yeah, we probably did. Uh, this is Mark Goldbridge with news of Talksport's most incredible night of boxing yet. Coming up in just a few minutes on Talksport, it's Fight Night Live as Anthony Joshua faces Benjamin Franklin live from the O2 Arena. <laughs> I mean, Benjamin Franklin's been dead for over 150 <laughs> years, so it's a pretty good chance I think that Joshua's going to win that one. I reckon he will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Natalie Sawyer on the weekend sports breakfast now with a text. A lot of you got in touch to, to give us the answer. Adam and Evesham, for example, thank you very much. <laughs> so there we are. Uh, what's next, Andy? Actually, the great thing about Natalie is she's really friendly to the guests. 
Neil Mellor. Neil, good morning. How are you doing? Hi, Neil. Good morning, Nasley. Morning, Cass. Love you. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Very kind of her to say that. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Weekday overnight's King Paul Ross now with his tribute to the sports bar. Straight afterwards on the sports bar, which might be slightly delayed, but it'll be worth hanging around for, for whether or not Jason Kenny has to go with, has anybody seen Eddie Howe? Or has anybody seen Eric Sven Hag? Yeah, good old Eric <laughs> well, I don't think they Hog. would have done because he doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> part Swedish, part Dutch. And staying with Paul, we're guessing he isn't the biggest cricket fan. James Anderson on today's date in 2020, while the fine cricketer at the age of, I think, 38 he was then, became the first fast bowler to take 600 test wickets. Three spin bowlers have done it as well, have done it. Shane Warne, Anil Kumble, and I better get this surname right. It's uh, Mutia Muralithal. Ifaran. There we go. I think he must be Sri Lankan. Yeah, well, fantastic. Adam would have been proud of that one. Uh, Anil Kumble won't be too happy either, will he? <laughs> yeah. uh, Mutia from um, uh, Sugar Babe. She'll be happy, of course. Oh, she, she got, will, she yeah. got to mention. Yeah. <laughs> it's over to Talk TV now, where presenter Christo Fufas was contemplating going to a gig. Are you, are you, you got a little bit of a sore head this morning. Were you? Were you? Were you um, head bushing? Head banging? Were you not? Is it? What is it? Is it noshing? When you doing? What is that? I think it's moshing. Moshing, I think. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I'd say it would be. But I'd say it was probably moshing you were going for there, Crystal. Now, where did Crystal Palace play again? Oh, yeah. Mm, I've forgotten. Don't worry. Jamie O'Hara will know. They're hurting Everton fans, and you continue to have your say. Get involved, 03 717 But let's get back to Selwell Path. It's a lovely ground, Selwell Path, isn't it? Really. The iconic home of Crystal Palace, Selwell Path. This is Danny Kelly. Welcoming former Manchester City keeper Alex Williams to the show. Still much revered by all people of my age um, who support Manchester City. I'm delighted to welcome to the show Alex Williams. Hi, Alex. Morning, Alex. Oh, Alex has a frozen there. Oh, dear. Poor, poor. Let it go, Danny. <laughs> yeah. We all love Frozen. It's this time of year, especially. Of course not. Danny persevered with the troubled connection, was ultimately rewarded. Connor, our producer, tells me that Alex is there. Connor, if you could turn your Zoom off, that would really help me. Alex, can you hear us now? Yeah, I can, yep. Oh, thank you very much. Welcome, Alex. You say. Uh, yes, indeed, loud and clear. Um, and, of course, we were just saying that you spent much of the 1980s um, making yourself very, very uh, famous with the Manchester City fans. And here we are on the the cusp of another derby. Well, as you were Sean was just saying there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> A few line problems here by the look of it. Yes, it happens. Here's Dean Saunders, who we didn't realise was quite the linguist. Do you know I'm good at that? Trying to learn Portuguese. Oh, uh, really? And trying to learn Turkish. Right. Uh, two, what's that, I two can one? count to Turkish in ten. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> well, go ahead. Count to Turkish in ten then, Paul Steen, if that's exactly what you meant. <laughs> ten minutes or ten hours. We actually learned a bit about people's real names on TalkSport this year, and we always thought Sam Matterface was short for Samuel uh, until Jordan Jarrett Bryan told us this. The frustration and the, and the position of the supporters, absolutely. So we have to keep going. Yeah, Sam Matterface there speaking to the Chelsea manager, Graham Potter. I didn't think he was a Sambath, did you? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, no. never knew he was a Sambath. Here's Andy Goldstein introducing a guest. Let's go to a, a man that knows exactly what it's like to manage Spurs, former Tottenham manager Harry... Uh, excuse me. 
Harry, <laughs> uh, excuse me, we all remember him, don't we? Could have been in the other section. Two points from eight games when Harry, uh, excuse me, came in at Tottenham. <laughs> this is betting expert Dylan Orr on drive. Seven to two, Ian Nacho and Vardy, and four to one, Daka. Okay. Huge night for Leicester. Uh, Dylan, before I let you go, what famous person do you look like? Uh, Jesus. I've never seen him, but I suppose we have to take his word for <laughs> yeah, it. Probably. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's fake your others. And former Spurs defender Jenna Scalacci on the Women's Football Weekly. And can someone get Faye a glass of water, please? Yeah. And Wolves on 48 with Burnley and Wolves with two games in hand. You're going to have to do it again because I am going to choke again. There you go. <laughs> Southern Premier, Oxford United, 48 points. Watford, 47. Ipswich Town, 47. So that one's tight as well. And then Division 1 North, Durham, 53. And Newcastle United, 47. A bit more, Durham, a bit more comfortable there. And then finally, Division <laughs> South, 1 South East. Hashtag United have 43. AFC Wimbledon on 42. And Division 1 South West... Exeter City are on 55 and Cardiff City are on 46. I'm alive. <laughs> well, we're pleased to hear You'll it. Get we hear were it. wondering, Flick. Yes. Uh, Hugh Woosencroft now about to talk golf. Maka, thank you very much. So the Australians get what they need. Europe got what they wanted in the Ryder Cup. We'll talk to Bob Bobka at next here on TalkSport. <laughs> Bob Bobka, yeah, I beautiful. Bob I do Bobka. love big bad Bob Bobka. <laughs> this is Jason Cundy now crossing to our unlikely cricket correspondent. Keep them coming, gang. 0371722334. Let's head over to Lords. It's the 100 uh, cricket final. Sam Allardyce. Wow, he's doing that. Can you get a pint of wine into Lords? That's the question. Sam Eller dies. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? This is a good recovery from Darren Bent on Drive. That's the one that doesn't make sense because they tried to get rid of him. Mm. It broke down on he the was last it, day. Was he the PSG? PSG. Yeah, it? it broke down at the last hour because someone got the, the, the paperwork wrong, didn't they? They didn't fa fax it or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say the first one. Get, yes. Maybe someone faxed it, obviously, yes. Yeah. Um, over to breakfast. And uh, this is Ray Parler discussing Crystal Palace. Palace is sitting mid-table, pretty comfortable now. They can't really go up and down. I mean, you can go down a little bit. But you've only got Fulham above them who they can probably catch and, and go above. So so basically, they can go up or down. <laughs> That's what you're saying, Ray. <laughs> and finally, Formula One's Max Verstappen was on TalkSport earlier in the year. And Jermaine Pennant was asking the questions. Who's your best mate on the grid? We've heard it's Lando. Lando is, yeah, I think it's also because, you know, we are the same generation. I think that helps a lot. Um, of course, he also lives in Monaco now. So sometimes we catch up. We do whatever we want to do on the, on, on the water or have a crap, go for lunch. Oh, OK. Really, wouldn't that be the other way around? <laughs> Would seem to make more sense. You don't have to go to Monaco for that. Yeah, we didn't need all that information. Thanks, Max. So, anyway, we bring you more from the Clips of the Week Lucky Dip later in the show. Plus, we've plenty more clips, uh, including the best of the TalkSport callers, Jim White and Simon Jordan. And for the first time, the best of the news readers. Plus, uh, we'll bring you the highlights of our annual trip to the Cheltenham Festival. You are indeed listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport in partnership with Toolstation, you can get great deals on heating and workwear in the Toolstation early January sale. Yes, uh, welcome back. It's the Hawksby and Jacobs Clips of the Year. I hope you're having a great Christmas. We're here for the next couple of hours or so with some of the best clips and best interviews of the year. 
And we're going to turn our attention to the best clips from the TalkSport callers now. Where would we be without them, Andy? Absolutely. The lifeblood of the radio station, <laughs> our very beating heart. Oh, yes. And where should we start, Andy? We start with this caller to drive. Steve is a Chelsea fan. He's up next. Hello, Steve. Steve. He's not even listening to this. Can you hear me? Yeah, this is an awful line, and I can't hear you on the phone. Sorry, we so could... So I'll, I'll, I'll do my bit. I'll try my best. Yeah, I'm off on the way to Stamford Bridge, guys, tonight. OK. I have no idea what we're going to see. I hope the hang... Oh, God. Um, i tell you what, listen, guys, I need to... Uh, no, I don't. Uh, listen, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I hope the handcuffs... Hang, the Potter handcuff cuffs are off. Potter, Potter, Hancock. Potter Hancock cuffs. cuffs are off. Potter Hancock. That was an absolute disaster. <laughs> now, we're always very impressed with the ability of the TalkSport callers mm. to multitask. This is a caller to drive. Mm. Let's go to John, who's a Leicester fan. All right, John. John, boy. We got cash. Yeah. John Cash! What kind of a deal were you doing? Sorry, you... John, what are you buying? John! Why you... uh, select meal, please, with a Coke? <laughs> <laughs> Getting himself well, a Mackey D. At least it was quite innocent. That's Beautiful. Good. And on a similar note, this is a caller to the sports bar. Uh, John, thanks for cool. Let's go to Bry, who's a Tottenham fan. All right, Bry? Sorry, mate, I'm just tucking into a margarita pizza, yeah? Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, well, you can do both, surely. <laughs> Don't talk with your mouth full. This is uh, a caller to White and Jordan who took multitasking to another level. Simon and Danny were saying that and I should just be getting on with it. Mm. Thank you very much. Sorry, I'm just, just selling fruit and veg at work. <laughs> That's fair enough, really. That's thick, isn't it? They're not <laughs> eating, they're selling fruit and veg. But when it comes to doing two things at once, we were most impressed with this scorer. Right, look at the centre-halves Man United have had. Right, cash your card, mate. Yeah, if you look at the centre-halves that Man United have had... <laughs> Brilliant, isn't God, it? Or cash <laughs> <in> the old <laughs> cab. Sometimes the callers are busy doing other things, and sometimes they're the complete opposite, as this caller to the sports bar demonstrated. Dave from Harrogate, good morning. <coughs> no, I fell asleep. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so you're enjoying the show then? Fell asleep and started choking when he realised he was on. This is a caller to the sports bar celebrating after the championship playoff. Let's go to Clive and Charles. They're Coventry City fans. All right, Clive. How are we doing? Yeah. I'm good, mate. How are you? How are you feeling? Yeah, buzzing, buzzing. Bad. We've been home and away all season. It's not, it's not bad. Why are you Coventry City fans, Clive? Because I'm from Coventry. Right, OK. <laughs> Brilliant. Why do you call your son Charles? Charles is my daughter. OK. <laughs> that was going well, boys. <laughs> yes, it wasn't. Get anything right there. Time now for Talk Sports Laugh of the Year. And it's from a caller who was describing one of his dreams to Jason Cundy and Dean Saunders on the sports bar. As I'm leaving, more and more of the stuff has been stolen off me. Oh. And when I get to the door, I've got no belongings left. You've said enough. You've said enough. You're going to get divorced. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I really great. hope he's laughing. Yeah. Do you want another one? Because he did it again. Oh, no. You're in your old house, and then you're in another house, and then you're waking up in... Are the houses getting smaller and smaller? <laughs> oh, Dean. <laughs> I think he was hyperventilating yes. for a minute. Oh, Dean, what a sign-off. This is a caller to breakfast now, who seemed to get rudely interrupted. 
My understanding is VAR is there for clear and obvious mistakes by the referee. So... So he made the decision, yellow card. <laughs> we never quite worked out what was going on there. So let's hear it again. <laughs> Did he have a parrot in the car with I him? Think he sounded like a parrot, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. This is a caller to the sports bar. Martin. 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 What language is that? There we are, good old Martin. Uh, we're calling this one. We always thought it was Carlos. It's a cross between um, Sergio Aguero. He's not a, as clinical a finisher. And, um, oh, 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 I always thought it was Carlos. <laughs> maybe that's the way you pronounce it in Argentinian. <laughs> this is one of our quarters of the year. And you should really be getting done with for assault because it's just, you just don't want it in game, you know what I mean? It's really. half a mile at junction four, take the A15 exit to Stockholm. Absolute gold there. Absolute <laughs> gold. Uh, somebody who often calls the sports bar incognito is the Everton manager, Sean Dyche. But he calls himself Adam. Mm. Uh, let's go to Adam. He's a Man United fan. All right, Adam? Oh, dear. <laughs> Always calls him. It's my job, by the way. Job, by the way. <laughs> this is Martin, an Evertonian caller, who seems very keen for us to pay careful attention. Martin... <laughs> Your thoughts yeah, I, on what's going on this season, and in particular, Frank Lampard is your boss. Listen, listen, let, let, listen. There's about 20 of us. We go everywhere with Everton. And I'm going to tell you something now. I listen to all them people on that radio. They're not throwing away with it. Listen, what winds me up is they haven't got a clue. What about the players that Frank brought in in the summer? Um, you look at the oh, defence, okay. Connor Cody and Tarkovsky. Listen, listen, listen. The next two games are Southampton and West Ham. Must win games, Martin, right? Oh, he, he's gone today, so I'm just waiting. But listen... Listen, we're listening, Martin. We we're listening, listening yeah. mate. <laughs> Definitely listening. Here's uh, Jason Cundy on the sports bar with a question for a caller. Brian, good evening. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian, Hi. do you play golf? Uh, yes, I do. Well, only a little bit. Right. How much does it cost you? I do. I play the crazy golf. <laughs> yeah, can't see uh, Liv snapping him up any time soon, along with John Rahm, can you? Not Seems really, unlikely. No. Seems unlikely. A caller now to Mark Goldbridge. Let's talk to Robert, Arsenal fan. What were your thoughts today, Robert, and the bigger picture for Arsenal? Are you title contenders? Robert, can you hear me? No. Fair enough. <laughs> How does that work then? Yeah. <laughs> and this is Bob, the England fan, calling drive. Bob's uh, an England fan, it says. Hello, Bob. Bob. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, <great. laughs> More gold. This was a slightly chippy caller to the sports bar. Let's go to Carl. He's a Liverpool fan. Carl. <laughs> Carl. 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 Hello. All right, Carl. All right, Carl. Hello. Hello, Carl. Can you hear me? Yes. Talk. I am trying to talk. Oh, don't get funny with us, mate. Don't get funny with us, Carl. Blimey. Brilliant, isn't it? And, uh, yes, uh, this is a Chelsea caller to Jim White. So where do we um, go with Potter then, Jay? Well, I've been a season ticket now for 20 years. It's how a, does that work? It's a great fancy dress costume. Yeah, he always he wears does, he, it. He goes, how does he get through the turnstile? Imagine it's quite big. Yeah. A caller to drive now. What we're supposed to be doing this season? I think we could 
Are you washing up or something? <laughs> no, I'm building steam wallpaper stripper tanks. <laughs> Things gone wrong. It's a beautiful, beautiful sign off. <laughs> and this caller seemed very upset with Spurs. And have the audacity to go on about Ange not getting through the Caribou Cup. I mean, wake up and smell the cheese, guys. Tottenham fans, wake up and smell the cheese. What happened to the coffee? <laughs> I'd rather smell coffee? coffee than cheese. Yes. I think we all would. <laughs> Here's a caller chatting about Sir Alex Ferguson. All credit to Ferguson. He was a great manager, but he was not a coach at all. He was a manager. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure whether that was a parrot screeching <laughs> or, the or the moose laughing. Yeah, we weren't quite sure. And finally, it's Majestic and Carlton Cole, who couldn't have done any more to set up this caller to shout tequila if they tried. Yeah. Jackie, Woo! you need to say it. Let, let Jackie say it. Did you like that? Not really. You were supposed to say tequila, Jackie. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, it was all laid on for you, Jackie. It was, brilliant. It was like a ball in for Bernardo Silva <laughs> to Erling Haaland. You <laughs> stuck it over the bar. Oh, dear. So there we are. That was the best clips from the TalkSport callers over the past 12 months. Still to come, we've plenty more clips, including the best of Jim White and Simon Jordan. And another lucky dip of the best of the rest, the TalkSport presenters. Hope you're having a great Christmas. It's Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport. Hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. music there from the Jim White trio. Uh, Jim on piano, Simon Jordan on drums, Danny Murphy on bass. They're available for uh, any functions you've got coming up. Reasonable rates. Uh, it's Christmas. It's Hawksby and Jacobs with the clips of the year. We're having a great uh, time. And we're with you through until 4pm with the best clips and favourite moments from 2023. And we're going to bring you one of those moments now. It was a joy as ever to head down to the Cheltenham Festival in March. We absolutely love it there. Yeah, we do. 
and uh, this just gives you a flavour of how it all unfolded. Welcome to the TalkSport shop, Yes, where we're hemmed in by boxes of TalkSport merchandise. All your old favourites here. 20 years of TalkSport flying out the door. Yeah. The Alan Brazil story by Mike Parry has been remaindered. We've, lucky enough, we've got three We've got a few left. copies. It's not a shop. If you're on the course, <laughs> this, this seriously Special is not. Special offer. It might ashes, look like a shop. and tashes. It might, it might look like a shop. <laughs> Uh, but it isn't a shop. No, it's not a um, shop. Anyway, what a start as well at the festival. Uh, Neil Phillips, the wine tips, is just rocked up with a mm. bottle of Nye Timber English sparkling wine. I for love us that, all. but I've de- I've declined because it takes the edge off me. It takes really. You know how I know what you're like, you might get sweary and punchy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, cheers everybody. Here's to a, a very successful cheers. festival. Paddy Powers with us. Yes. Cheers everybody. Yes, and no Paddy. hospitality this year, unfortunately. Um, quite put out, Paddy. I have to tell you, the holiday's not the same without yeah. Albert Roux's roast beef. Sitting here with a bite. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll find you a nice cheese sandwich at some point around the course. Yeah, so uh, over the years, we've come to you from the Paddy Power Box. Well, with uh, Paddy, we've got a different arrangement now. We're looking out onto the, uh, onto, well, onto the Bentley Garage and, and the Sunseeker Yachts. This is the kind of lot of high-end shops and restaurants, mm. et cetera, et cetera, around here. So uh, in the great talk sport tradition, we, yes. we stayed in the hotel last night, and one of our number, Will Gavin, yes. somehow managed to sleep in the wrong room. Yes. <laughs> That happened. Went into, went into a room with his key, so it clearly opened the door. I don't know if he's got a master key for those notes, because it could be in our bed tonight. It's like a lucky dip. I hope so. So he couldn't find any of his luggage. Surely that would have been a bit of a red flag if you couldn't actually see any of your own stuff in a room. But a bit like... Goldilocks and the three bears, he decided just to sleep in the bed anyway. He's a big lad, though, Will. I bet the person who came in got a bit of a fright. <laughs> Who's been sleeping in my bed? Well, talk sport to is Will Gavin. But then um, <laughs> they came in at three o'clock in the morning, the people whose room it was. Yeah. So it must have been a, must have been a bit of a shocker. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Will. Now, uh, we've got a wonderful guest lineup all week, but yeah. uh, we realised last night that we're a guest short for Wednesday. So yeah. somebody had the bright idea to get British Bake Off star Prue Leith, who's doing a show in Cheltenham yes. on Wednesday night. So we thought, why not get her on the show? Yes. So has she come back to us, John? We oh, haven't yeah. heard. We sent we sent a message to uh, her Hillary. agent. Hillary. Hillary, her agent. We're guessing Hillary sounds like this. <laughs> Prue is un- She'd love to come, boys, but I'm afraid because she's in Cheltenham Wednesday night. She's working. She's working in. Uh, you had Cheltenham. the idea that she go off drinking with Alan. That might be a bit yeah. of a problem. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. There was me and Prue and Ray Parler. Be great around. Them. Imagine those three in the Guinness Village. Be fantastic. Now, as we said, no, no, I'm finished. Yet. Oh, sorry. In the, in, on, on. the unlikely event that Paul, uh, Paul, Paul, Prue. Oh, Paul, yeah. Your Paul. Prue, <laughs> Prue isn't available. I don't think she's going to come. We we still need a guest. So we looked through Hillary's list of clients and yeah. uh, Ken Haynes may be available. He comes with a recommi- recommendation from Princess Diana. Well, there we are. And the amazingly that, must, named... that needs updating, surely, that recommendation, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> Matthew Crucifix. Yeah. yeah. Who's looking forward to Easter, apparently. Oh, he's not looking forward to No, he's not. <laughs> and we're off to Ramon Blanc's tonight. Is, we well, are. Not, not yeah, that's real, right. Not yeah. the real thing, the diffusion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we can't afford the real Lizzie thing. Lizzie has, has that be good. booked a Last night we went table. to a very nice place, actually. Bow and Bun, was it called? No, no. no Bow and Barbecue. Bow and Barbecue. No, right. Bow is the bun. Yes. Bow's the bun. Otherwise, it'd just be Bow and Bow. Well, at one point, though, we didn't realise what we had to do. You get a whole load of meat and these buns, and you yeah. have to fill the buns with the meat. Yeah. But was it you that ate, just ate the bun without the meat? I don't think so. No. <laughs> one of you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, name and somebody Jamie. dropped their Bow Bun in their beer. Who was that? Wait, that's that was John. What are you, Brian Badonte? <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> Good afternoon, Paul. And there's been an incident that they're already calling the Ramon Blanc Blanc. 
Oh, the yes. Ramon Blanc blank. Tell us more. You know, well, Andy's like when Andy's on tour, he uh, he does like to tell you what holiday. we've got up to. Uh, <laughs> so, what happened, Andy? Fill well, us it in. goes back to Monday when we arrived. The first thing Rupert said to us, Lizzie's booked a table at uh, Ramon Blanc's for Tuesday night. You're all invited. Fantastic, oh, well, lovely, be lovely. Nice. It'd be included, very, yeah, wasn't very it? Nice. Very nice. Very nice to think of us. And then yesterday afternoon, we got a text from our production coordinator, Izzy, uh, uninviting us. Yeah, that's right. Us. I the, wasn't happy about they it. They didn't have enough space. Yeah, apparently, there was no longer any room for us at Ramon Blanc. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's marvellous, isn't it? We, we, I knew we'd been bumped for four younger people from breakfast. I, yeah. knew, I knew it. And anyway, we, we went out to eat more of that later, and then we arrived back at the hotel. And uh, Lizzie wanted to be surrounded by yeah. bright young so people. So they all went up the other end of the table. And, uh, and at one point, someone told Lizzie exactly the same joke I'd made, and she laughed so much more. I was thinking, oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, how they laughed, well, the honestly, Blanc Club. It's the way you tell them, which is clearly badly. Yeah. Ramon's Rascals, as they call oh, them. Yeah. Yeah, the, if you had to be there, if you weren't there, you just wouldn't have got that. That's why it wasn't funny when you said it. it was anyway, Andy, you got something to eat. You had a nice steak and chips. What are you complaining about? No, I'm not complaining. And uh, we, uh, during the meal, we decided yeah. we haven't given up on Prue Leaf. We got nothing back from Hillary. <laughs> we don't know if Prue's coming or not. Our guess is yes. when Hillary does get in touch, yeah. she'll say something like, "Thanks for inviting." She's more rum for dogs on a Thursday <laughs> night. I've never known Prue happier than when she says to me. Hillary, I lumped on the three dog uh, at the 11.14. And, uh, do you think? Well, well she's my idea. I think my idea was good. We had a, the idea to leave a letter at the theatre she's playing purporting to be from her agent, Hillary. Yeah. Uh, we've now decided it's quite hard, actually. Get a fast car to the races, do H&J, leave straight away, back to the theatre. There's a bag of sand in it for Bosch. you. <laughs> Bosh. Bosh. You, well, you can Prue needs cashing up. Yeah. <laughs> Prue wants cashing. I don't think Hillary's no, like I don't that. Think she is, if really. she does say that, she'll say Prue will want cashing up. Anyway, it's, it's worked very well. Use use twenties is uh, in, in, yeah, just in a small in a small jiffy bag. That's of course that's not the way Prue works. We're just we're just surmising. And, um, but we still haven't heard. In this vacuum, we haven't heard from, uh, from no, Hillary, have we? No. So but until we do, we won't know. It's working very well for our other clients. Ken Hames, who mentioned yeah. him yesterday, yeah. he's opening a couple of supermarkets. And Matthew Crucifix is doing summer season at Great Yarmouth. Fantastic. So, so just just that mention yesterday on this show has got work Absolutely. for some other. So we're giving work to Hillary's clients. Yes. So at least she can do is get back to us. Good afternoon, Andy Smiles. Andy Smiles with us. Good afternoon, Andy. Yes. Good to see you. So, Andy, what, what, what do you want to talk about? Well, I say last night, I think I might be in trouble with HR actually at, uh, at the head office being yes. after an incident involving our new head of live sport Ellie. Yes. Uh, after racing, we were given wristbands. Yeah, yeah in one uh, of the lounges. For the lounge, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're quite hard to get off, you know, this thing. They're quite difficult. I always bite mine off because I thought that's not <laughs> the way, the best way. And Ellie couldn't get hers off. So I tried wrenching it, but it wouldn't break. So I asked her if she'd mind if I bit hers. Did he ask? <laughs> did, he did not. No, he didn't I'm ask. Sure I asked. No, no, no. What you suddenly did, <laughs> oh, you were pulling on it. And then you suddenly lent into her wrist and sort of took a bite out of it. He turned around to see me nibbling at her wrist. She had to go and have a tetanus. It was really Your bad. Wife gallantly kissing her hand. It was really bad. It was almost like Sir Walter Raleigh was in. He suddenly lunged for her wrist. It was a really, really strange moment. John didn't Andy. want me to do his. I couldn't understand it. No. Really. Anyway, we still haven't given up on Prue Lee. Oh, I think we have. No, we haven't. 
She played, uh, if you've been we following this, uh, we tried to book her because she played Cheltenham last night, telling a few stories. I've never done a tour before. I'm 82. <laughs> but I don't know what it was. Second half was Q&A. Money for old rope, really, wasn't it? <laughs> Somebody came on. We've all done it. Yeah, that's of course. Yeah. So, but anyway, we said, can we get Prue in? She might pop come down racing yeah. in the afternoon. But uh, we never heard from Hillary, her agent, which we think is a bit off. <laughs> too, really. Hillary could have at least got back to us and said, anyway, thanks, but no thanks. We went Prue, and stood Prue. outside. Nothing, nothing back. We went and stood outside the theatre. And uh, we decided that you should doorstep her. We say, like, wait till the end of the show. And yeah. she comes out and get an interview with her. Who do you fancy for the Gold Cup, Prue? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> do you agree with John that Venetia Williams is good in the wet? Let's have, let's have your tips for tomorrow. But anyway, uh, we're still... You wanted to heckle Hillary. Yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted to doorstep Hillary in a kind of Roger Cook. Side. Why did you never get back to us? <laughs> How much does Ken Hames go out yeah, for? Yeah, come on then. Yeah, Matthew Crucifix open a new branch of Aldi. Neil, the wine tipster is back. Uh, Neil, there's bought us Cheltenham Pie. Um, which is a... It's, now, it's got uh, Doom Bar beer in it, which Neil wow. told no, Neil said it's got Doom Bar beer in the pie. I thought it, I honestly thought it was a horse. And he wrote it down. So he's, he's, he's written down Doom Bar beer at 10 to 1. <laughs> yeah, because I said earlier on, I, said, I, I couldn't realise how quick the morning had gone. I said, blimey, it's 20 to 1. And Andy Smart said, what is? How do I get on it? I said, no, it's the time, mate. It's like a disease. What's wrong with you? We discovered yesterday that our tech-op, Simon, has a hobby of collecting famous people saying the word trousers. Yeah, and he's got about is it 40 a hobby. I mean, <laughs> he collects famous, he collects people saying trousers. Yeah, bit weird. Um, well, but the idea he's got is about to do 40 a, of them. The idea is to do a kind of trousers-related quiz in the future. Yeah, who's this saying who's trousers? This saying it's a kind trousers, of mystery yeah. voice trousers situation. Yeah, that's what Glenn would call. And it, there yeah. were quite a few famous people around town there yesterday, so we got them to say <laughs> the word for you, especially trousers. And first of all, we bumped into Roy Hodgson. Trousers. There you go. That's good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Arlott was about, I don't know, so amazing, really. Tough but, booking. Yeah. Trousers. Yes, that's Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Anybody and then, else? I couldn't believe we saw Avram Grant at the Queen's. Oh, yeah, Avram Grant, yeah. Uh, trousers. Trousers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, then we, like that dog that used to say yeah. sausages. Sausages, yes. <laughs> Prince. Prince. We bumped into one of Britain's best-loved entertainers. He's no longer with us, but... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but apparently he was last night. <laughs> Bruce, they wheeled him out. Bruce, Bruce Forsyth. Okay. Nice to see you. To see you. <laughs> Trousers. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Keep a straight face. Don't laugh at your own material. <laughs> and finally, Far you'll be ready to hear. Our guest yesterday, Lloyd Grossman, I ran after him after he left the studio and I got him to do this. Trousers. <laughs> there we are. Five more for the list there, Simon, for your great big trousers quiz. I don't really want to say the because the candidate for the worst thing anyone said all week went to Fletch in the restaurant. But I, no, we're, no, I we're, feel it's not right. It's no, not I've, right, I've judged no. it. It's not okay, right. fair enough. Yeah, we well, you yeah. judged it. Well, that is, that is something. That's a be, first. With your, bad, yard, your yardstick. The restaurant featured a typical Sri Lankan dish called a hopper. Yeah. It's a pancake filled with caramelised onion, uh, sp sort of pickles and some spicy pickles and relish. You can have it with egg or without egg. Yeah. And I said... 
Goffey loves an opera with a hegg. <laughs> Fletch repeated my joke and got a bigger laugh. Yeah, like, this is that seems to have been a bit of a pattern long, this week. That has happened quite a bit this week, Yeah, it's it? true. Andy does a gag, dies on his backside. Someone else says exactly the same thing. Woof. It, it flies. Yeah. John had hopper regret because he didn't have the egg. Which yeah, really. this and is the producer. It's just like the fact you know all these people. Yeah, yeah. It's, great, like, I it's like when your nan talks about her friends. Well, really, Kate, you know. Yeah, from being Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know Reenie. I've never met them. We know Reenie. Her son's in the army. What are you talking about, man? They drive this every day. (laughs) Oh, God. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) It's another recurring thing. The cough that never goes. Oh, God. Egg water. Edward Hopper. (laughs) Come on, give us your Sri Lankan-based famous American artists. Earlier in the week, we interviewed Jockey Club Chief Executive Nevin Truesdale. We did. And I was dying to ask him, if his wife was in the Marx Brothers movies. Mrs. Truesdale. Mrs. Truesdale, yeah, you could have done your Marx Brothers material, OK, but you didn't. I didn't, no. Probably just as well, they would have escorted us <laughs> off the track. <laughs> At one point, we our sailing-loving uh, take-up Simon yes. was in the pub, and we decided that he'd enjoy a pint of Robin Knox Johnson. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Is that a beer? No, it's an old sailor. I know it's an yeah, old yeah, sailor, but, but, but... what's the connection with I'll the beer? Is, no, it no. Rhyming, <laughs> is it rhyming slang? That's why it? I never made it. And, uh, <laughs> this really is the dregs. <laughs> one point. It's absolute it's nonsense. It's the closing down sale. You never get any good stuff no. in the closing down sale. He said that he had a fistful of lanyards, which we decided... Oh, what a film that was. <laughs> Clint Eastwood's new film. Clint, Clint Eastwood. Well, you know, he can't be doing the sort of stuff he did. He's about 90-odd. Fistful of lanyards is all he can do for you. And uh, I was able to bring a, a hip flask into the... Uh, into the ground here into the you shouldn't course. do though i know you? but uh, nobody stopped me uh, <laughs> then john wanted to do his lindsay hip floss material which is okay. ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> friend lindsay, i don't know if she's listening this afternoon happy. this was a good one. having a good day you and, yeah you and john were talking about a podcast that you both love michael barbaro Oh, wait, no, it's Boris. the New York Daily. He's yeah. the man who presents it. Yeah, we, we listen to it now and then And then you were yeah, talking yeah. about the fact that he makes this a funny noise, the fellow, when he's broadcasting. Is that right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it does make, yeah, a bit of a weird noise now. But then you, you were relaying this story to a friend of your son's... Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> How much of that hip flask did you have? <laughs> Apparently, you said to her. You're like, you're you're like Charlie Sale. <laughs> you're like always there with your notebook back in the day. Like, new, like a news hound. Oh, you're not going to like this next bit. We were having a chat about sausages. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> what happened? I was saying that Argentinian sausages are nearly as good as British, but I think British is best. And John was saying he likes merguez. And that you said... <laughs> I, I like to eat my merguez on the Orient Express. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not a stunningly original or that funny. And Mark, we decided it was Mark Lawrence's favourite sausages. At, at the merguez. At the merguez. Yeah, we saw Loro yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. Anyway... Uh, I'm finished. Well, you've yeah. got, okay, go on then. Keep <laughs> going. Wow. That's going. ringing the very last. The barrel is being scraped. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'll just do this final one. Go on then. So we were in a Japanese restaurant. We were, yeah. And we ordered some gyozas, the Japanese, famous Japanese dumplings. Yeah, you are. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I decided to call my dumpling gyoza swindles. Gyoza swindles, our fine cricket. And I turned it into a talking gyoza, and it said, England 65 for three. Joe Root's just gone for 67. 
He can't have done because he's 65 for three. 37. <laughs> he scored more than the team. That's not even possible, Kai. Come on, get a grip. Jerry's just got for 37. Stumped off the bowling of Axel Patel. Delivered through a Gaiosa. And he's saying all this while he's, he's got a dumpling in his hand and he's trying to make it speak. This is what we have to put up with on these, on these trips to up. Cheltenham. There we are, another fantastic trip to the Cheltenham Festival. We hope to be back there uh, next March. But still to come, we'll bring you our favourite clips from the TalkSport newsreaders, from Jim White and Simon Jordan, and another lucky dip of the best of the rest of the TalkSport presenters. Plus, one of our favourite interviews of the year with the brilliant actor and comedian Adrian Edmondson. You're listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport in partnership with Toolstation. Get great deals in store, online, or on the app in the Toolstation early January sale. It is Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. I hope you're having a great time and we're bringing you our clips of the year. You want something a bit more upbeat, Andy? It's the you? most miserable music I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. Why so seasonal? <laughs> Never mind. The we'll... Jim White Trio bring you a miserable Christmas. <laughs> it's uh, a great album. The, uh, hits. I put it on every year. Yes. <laughs> so yes, it's Hawksby and Jacobs, the clips of the week. Um, and uh, we're going to bring you a selection of clips we've never done before in the show. Mm-hmm. We've highlighted the best of our intrepid team of newsreaders here on mm. TalkSport. They've had a vintage year or not, depending <laughs> on how you look at it, of course. And where should we start, Andy? Let's start with the sports headlines now from Mark Tyler. Eight days after his extraordinary rant, Antonio Conte is out at Spurs and Southgate delighted. Wasn't a massive fan. <laughs> no, he didn't really. like I thought him. he was wasting Harry Kane's talent. You know, wasn't the only one. No. Uh, Tom Clayton now with medical news. From next month, health officials will stop publishing data on COVID nineteen. It's deemed uh, it's deemed as a no longer necessary by the UK's health. Excuse me, the health U, the UK's health security agency. Is he taking the test? It sounds infectious. It's like him sneezing there. Put a mask on and get him out of the studio. <laughs> and staying with Tom, it sounded like he thought Alex Crook was going to cry off with injury. We'll have a massive TalkSport Deadline Day special tomorrow night, hosted by Jim White, Simon Jordan, and our very own transfer guru, Alex Crook. But he's not necessarily a crook. He may pass a late fitness test. Uh, this is Eleanor Shearwood, and a tip for budding news readers: If you can't pronounce something, then just say it quickly and hope you get away with it. <laughs> And Talk Sports understands Chelsea defender Trevor Chabloa is open to joining Bayern Munich. <laughs> Trevor Chabloa? We've all done that. Yeah, we've all honest. just tried to blag it, haven't we, of course. Here's Emily Hume with the sports news and the effects of the Saudi league are clearly already being felt in the Premier League. Liverpool fought back to maintain their unbeaten start to the season by getting past Bournemouth 3-1 at Anfield. The hosts had summer sign-in Alexis McAllister sent off early in the second half. He's off to Saudi. He's I like Al, Al, Al Alexis McAllister. Yeah. Let's get some boxing news now with Craig Wakelin. And we're no clearer on whether Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usk will go ahead on April the 29th. <laughs> Alexander Usk. Usk. I imagine that's the noise you make when he gives you a body shot, yeah. I would imagine. This is Russell. Russell. <laughs> Deep Deepest depth. depth. Yeah. This is Russell Holding with some troubling travel news. The A1 in Tyne and Weir is partly blocked southbound just before Junction 66 by the Angel of the North. Blimey, that's hell of a size, isn't it? You don't want that in the middle of the road. God dear. Uh, this is newsreader Jeremy Lieben on one of the big music stories of the year. And the song released by the Beatles recently is expected to become their 18th number one signal. We thought that was a mistake at first, but then we played it and we thought maybe he's right. 
<laughs> it was the Beatles' new signal. It's he was brilliant the way they isolated that sound from John Lennon's original recording. Yeah, I know. It's, it's tremendous. Marvellous, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, it was a very warm Clips of the Week welcome to newsreader Sinead Garvin. John Ram's defection to the Live Tour has led to calls for the Ryder Cup eligibility. 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 No, I can't say it. Fair enough. <laughs> well, it's Nick eligibility. Yeah, it could be Nick eligibility. Well, he's up next, Nick eligibility. Nick Ellaby, of course, with the sports news. And we promise you this is exactly how it went out. Defender James Collins has told TalkSport he owes his career highlight to Bale, who Collins says got Wales to Euro 2016 almost single-handedly, while TalkSport's own Wales legend Dean Saunders says the country should build a statue of Bale. My name's Carl, and I'm a wombat. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant by Dean, I It's very good by Dean. Brilliant yeah. by Dean, does all the voices. <laughs> Let's get some football news now with Emily Hume. Marcus Rashford scored once again as Manchester United won 2-0 at Leeds. Rangers are into the Scottish Cup quarterfinals after beating Patrick Thistle 3-2. Good old Paddy Thistle. Oh, I don't know how he does it. He turns out against 11 men. Uh, here's Cara Bentley with shock news from the world of women's football. And your top sports story this hour, England's Mary Earp says she'd trade her Golden Globe Award for a world, for a Women's World Cup winner's medal in a heartbeat. Well, hasn't she won this year? <laughs> well, the Oscars, yeah. the Golden Globes. A Tony, she's done the lot, hasn't she? <laughs> Here's Keen Reeves. Kane Reeves. He is Keen. quite keen, though. He's very keen, isn't he? He is very keen. But what's his name again? Kane Reeves. Yes. <laughs> With the sports news. Wolves are under no pressure to sell Matthias Nunes with the club rejecting a £47 million bid from Manchester City for the midfielder. TalkSport's Gabby Abonlahor feels they will eventually let him go. We had a deal with um, a company called Kimura. said that they wanted to replicate the um, Wrexham model. I thought we had more of a brummy accent. He tends to on breakfast, doesn't he? Maybe that's his posh, that's his phone voice, Gab. This is newsreader Daisy Steele with Football News. Leeds have edged two points clear of the Premier League relegation zone with a one-all draw against fellow strugglers Leicester. Wales boosted their chances of avoiding the drop with a 2-0 victory over Crystal Palace. They're trying to soften everybody up by playing Palace, aren't they? Wow. (laughs) That's not Daisy's first Clips of the Week rodeo. Over the years, we've got the impression that she's probably not a massive football fan. Tottenham scored three second-half goals as they beat Borussia Dortmund 3-0 at Wembley to take control of their Champions League last 16 tie. Son Heung-min, Jan Vottentung. West Ham will want to forget their Premier League opener at Manchester United. Stephen Bilic's side were thumped 4-0. Manchester United were well beaten as they suffered a quarter-final exit to Sevilla in the, the Europa League. Earlier, Wayne Rooney became the best one all record and to Bobby Charlton. That's the latest. I'm Daisy Steele. So that was Jan Rottentongue and they were beaten by a surveyor, apparently. I love Stephen Billich. <laughs> Not a big football fan, Daisy, we're guessing. Kane Reeves, still keen with some football news. And EFL players won't be able to dry their balls before a throw-in next season. <laughs> They'll probably have to use talcum powder, <laughs> right, right. I would think. That's a lovely old baby gang, powder that. in. Yeah, yeah, there <laughs> and maybe we should have selected the advert more carefully off the back of this news story. And there's upset among the Lionesses just weeks before the World Cup. The FA's told them they won't get bonuses for playing at the tournament. Imagine how it'd feel to win £10,000. No need for that, is it? harsh, isn't it, really? <laughs> no need for that. Here's Eleanor Shearwood. She's back with the weather. 
A windy afternoon ahead with sunny spells and showers, heavier and more frequent in the south and west, cloudier across Scotland with Wayne and Drizzle at times. <laughs> Wayne and Drizzle, they were an old uh, an old act, I think, who worked the clubs. They were very good. Vent fi- act. And finally, it's back to Craig Wakeling with a big financial story. And basically, he's having a bit of a mare. He's having a bit of a mare, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> it is. Chancellor of the Bank of England and Bank of England's Bank of England's governor uh, remaining in close contact this weekend over concerns about a falling US bank. Silicon Valley bank accounts threatens uh, British tech startups amongst his clients. They have warned Jeremy that the bank's hunt, that the bank's collapse could cripple the British tech sector. <laughs> I thought that went quite well. <laughs> so those were the best clips from the TalkSport newsreaders over the past 12 months. Now myself and Andy are huge fans of Ted Lasso. So it was a real treat to have one of the stars in the studio earlier in the year, Nick Mohammed, who plays Nate in the show. When you said yes to doing it, um, probably little did you know it was going to be this huge sort of global phenomenon, oh, really. Oh, goodness. I mean, I mean, A, it's, it's sort of dangerous to assume that anything's going to be a hit. Yeah. You just sort of try and do your best work. But absolutely, I mean, I think we all knew that I think we knew that it was a good show, all mm. of us who were involved in it. You know, the talent behind it, you know, and, and, and even the, the the sort of sketch, the skit that it's based on for NBC yeah. Sports. I think well, that's when was. Jason Sudeikis came in. He came in very early yeah. when he was doing that. I think it was for 20, NBC. Yeah, when it they was. Got 2013, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a He came ago. in with the Ted Lasso character and it was a little sort of, it was very funny. Yeah. But you could kind of see that it would have it would have legs as a character. And obviously, so it's Yeah, completely. And I think, and, but then I think it's, you know, the show itself now has become almost, obviously, has grown so much Mm. and I think what I mean you know it came out at a time when people were in lockdown so I think that the underlying sort of thematic messages of hope and optimism and positivity and so on really connected with people at a time when people you know really needed that but it's just and I still you know as a writer I don't write on that show but I still am so in awe of how they managed to balance the comedy with sort of the emotion and the dramatic sort of storytelling Mm. of football as well you know they they manage it's so triple threat in that regard you know and even sometimes within a scene you can find yourself laughing kind of crying and then being like oh I wonder what's going to happen next and I think that's a real skill they've got such a great team of writers on that absolutely Um, and has it made a big difference to you you're getting recognised a whole lot more I know you're doing some work in a movie in the States that's coming up isn't it yeah I did well I did a film I filmed something um, when was that last year with John Hamm and Tina Fey which is which has just come out in the States. It premiered mm. at Tribeca at the Film Festival. And then, I don't know when it's out over here, but I think soon, I think at some point this summer, basically, called Maggie Moores. And that yes. was re- really fun. And yeah, that, that absolutely wouldn't have come about without Ted Lasso. So I, I do owe a lot to that show. You're not a big football fan, though, are you? <laughs> I wonder when this is going to come up. Yeah. I'm sort of terrified about even coming on, on your brilliant Because I just said, me, from Leeds, I'm thinking you are a Leeds fan. but it's, Well, it... you know what? I got dragged to a lot of Leeds United matches because mm-hmm. my dad's a huge football fan. Oh, um, really? And in fact, he, he used to do bits and pieces of work for FIFA at the time as well. So he so he would, I think he would occasionally sort of trial, he's from the, the Caribbean, so he would trial a lot of kind of players or kind of get them on the radar for sort of a lot of um, British teams. And um yeah, I got dragged to Allen Road loads as a kid. And, you know, I think, and, and I I don't know whether it was because I sort of, I don't know if it was an act of defiance, but I just couldn't kind of really get into it. Mm. But then it's strange because of Ted Lasso, and, you know, even though I've got a lot of mates who are huge, you know, football nuts and stuff, but because of Ted Lasso, I have had a newfound appreciation, partly because we've got to kind of visit some of the stadiums and all those guys who play, you know, the players are, you know, proper, you know, even mm. semi-pro or brilliant sort of like footballers. And um, you can't help but be infected by their enthusiasm and passion yeah. for it. And, um, and, and you know, I obviously, you know, I get 
I take on the job at West Ham at the end of season two. What's been absolutely bonkers for me, so I actually went to West Ham to see a game. When, who were they playing? God, I can't even remember who they were playing. Uh, maybe playing Liverpool? Mm-hmm. They didn't win. They, they, I think they lost, maybe it was like 2-0 defeat or something like that. Um, and um, But the, the West Ham fans kind of like, Honestly, like, welcomed me like royalty. I felt like such Get a down sh- there and sort such it out, a sha- such a Get charlatan. <laughs> but it felt like it felt like such a win-win because when they won, it was like, yeah, because we got Nate the Great. And if they lost, it was like, we need Nate the Great. Yeah. So I felt like I could sort of <laughs> somehow sort of be there. But I I sat there in the stands and and couldn't help but be absolutely taken in by the atmosphere. So I don't know. I think maybe it's I've got a kind of newfound oh, appreciation wow. for it. So. Especially as your character is the wonder kid. He's the kind of tactical yeah. wonder kid. So did yeah. you have to lean on some of the other actors? Well, a little bit. Brendan Hunt, who plays Coach Beard, who is a proper sort of football kind of wizard. He knows mm. so much history and so much about tactics and play and everything and you know in fact if you look in the background of all, all, all the ball, he, he's kind of put so many easter eggs in terms of kind of his football knowledge in the background in that show but um i would often have to just quiz him about what you know what word did, I, I there were some words i didn't even know if they were verbs or nouns in terms of the kind of <laughs> is this a play is this a movie is this a play like nutmeg i didn't know what that was yeah, and like yeah. there were so many things i had to kind of quiz him about so there we are it was lovely to have uh, nick Mohammed with us in the studio Still to come, we'll bring you the best clips from Jim White and Simon Jordan, another lucky dip selection of the best of the rest of the TalkSport presenters and the best clips from the TalkSport breakfast show too. You're listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport with Toolstation. Hello, it's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Very Merry Christmas to you, and we're bringing you the clips of the year. We've got one final hour now, our favourite clips and some of our favourite interviews of the past year. You'll hear from actor and comedian Adrian Edmondson, that's still to come. But first, some more clips, and it's the best of the kings of mid-morning. Can only be the brilliant Jim White and Simon Jordan along with their studio guests in 2023. So, Andy, take it away. Well, we start with Simon making a play for Danny Kelly's presenting job on Trans Europe Express. You can have investments in more than one football club. You can't have the controlling influence. Look at the situation with RB Leipzig and RB Salzburg. Yeah. Oh, the Leipzig, the Salzburg. <laughs> RB Leipzig, what a player he was. Yeah, he was, yeah. Here's Jim with an unfortunate turn of phrase. Order online for free delivery at selcobw.com. So I'll be whipping myself off to West Ham against Newcastle later on today. (laughs) Well, it probably was quite an exciting game. (laughs) Simon Jordan now talking Everton. Like I said about you know Bob Latchford will be spinning in his grave hmm. if we, you know obviously Bob, Bob's not dead but notwithstanding there as Everton centre forward's gone past. <laughs> yeah, let's hope he's not. Hey, well, clearly isn't still very much with us, Bob. I wonder if Alan Brazil has any questions about that. What about Bob's health now? <laughs> of course, he's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with him. Here's Martin Keown, England's many centre back options. Uh, Gurhi as well came in, did really well, didn't he? And, and Donk. Um, you have to say Dunk was really good in the in, in the last yeah. yeah. Well, Lewis Dunk did someone hit him on the head? <laughs> what about Dunk? How is he? <laughs> I don't know how he's doing. This is Simon Jordan reworking an old advertising classic. Is it the right move? Do you think by Parish and the rest of them, Simon? Well, I think it's just I think it's one of those that looks like a Ron Seal moment, doesn't it? Because with Roy Hodgson, you just kind of get what you you know you get what it says on the that it does what it says on the can. <laughs> yeah, kind of. What about the tin? Kind of. Yeah, he kind of got there in the end. This is Jim ahead of West Ham's Europa Conference game against AZ Alkmaar. 
and it could get even better if they can get themselves to the final. West Ham host AZ Alkmaar, or as they call them out there, A-Zad. A-Zad. Is, Is that right? right? It doesn't sound right. Well, no. we thought the only way to find out was to ask Marcel van der Kran, our Dutch football expert. Hi, boys. In this country, in the Netherlands, we just said A-Z. All the best. There we are. <laughs> so it was RZ as opposed R-Z. to AZ. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Of course, Simon and Jim White were joined on the show earlier in the year by Eddie Hearn. And at one point during their chat, Eddie seemed a bit concerned for Jim. Download the app and sign up now at DAZN.com. Or watch you on Sky, Channel 429. All right. Okay. Ed, Eddie, uh, Eddie is uh, telling us exactly where you can find it. Exactly uh, where you can get it. AJ is back. What? 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 Yeah, just right, Jim. He's <laughs> <laughs> a bit concerned, really. Don't blame him. You're right, Jim. At one point this year, it sounded as if Simon was auditioning to be one of those people in radio ads who has to squeeze all the information in right at the end. That they they buy an XYZ player from XYZ club for a huge amount of money because it helps XYZ club in the Premier League get past some financial fair play and then loan him back to him. Terms and conditions apply. Of course they do. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's Martin O'Neill with Jim White and Alex Crook adding his considerable expertise to a championship chat. Probably in terms of playing style as well uh, to their opposite candidates and this is the direction that Millwall are looking to go in. What do you think of it, Martin? Do you think they're going in the right direction? Uh, I don't know. Well, it pays to be honest, Martin. I think that's, <laughs> that's fair enough. Rather really. than just sort of blagging it, I think he did the right thing. Here's Jim giving his next guest a big build-up. Going to start by uh, inviting Talk Sports Chief Football Correspondent Alex Crook uh, to join us live. Martin, uh, get stuck into this because the chat will be robust, no doubt. There's plenty of transfer deals going down this Monday lunchtime. Mr Crook, good afternoon to you. Romeo Lavia of Southampton, what is the latest? Yes, signals yeah big build up and the line went down beautiful I'll tell you what the latest is he's never going to play yeah you're not being, you've not seen him yet have you no not a, not a kick this is Jim chatting to a Newcastle fan are you relatively where, where you should be did you expect to where you, you to be where you are in your Champions League group is what I'm trying to splutter out your bottom I'd rather he didn't splutter out of his bottom. Quite unpleasant, yeah, that really. Quite unpleasant, no yeah. Actually, Jim had some worrying news for his co-host. On a serious note, just before we came on air, Celtic, on the, the day of their AGM, hit Simon with a new €29,000 fine. He can probably afford it. He probably That's can. probably his aftershave bill for the year, <laughs> I would think. Here's Jim talking transfers. Alex, good morning to you, mate. As soon as this fella appeared in the scene in England, Matthias Nunes for Wolves, people were thinking, woof. Has he got a dog? <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> You're right woof, there, Jim. Woof, Jim. Woof. Jim, get woof, down, Jim. Woof, Jim, woof, sit. Woof, you want, do you want woof, a biscuit, Jim? Woof, sit down. Woof, Jim, woof, Jim. Woof. Bad boy. Woof. There we are. Jim might get the idea with that. I do, really. Yes. You're right. Yes. This is Jim and Simon here with Martin Keown. <laughs> Slightly threw you that, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, there we are. Yeah. This is Jim and Simon here with Martin Keown. And we think that Simon was planning to interject with his sarcastic, sad violin music, but ended up with something very different. Very different. It's almost the, the, the life of a professional footballer, that uncertainty from, from week to week. You can either live in that environment or you can't. No one expected that. But you have to, you have to adjust, you have to adjust to it. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. He was going for the sad violin music. We got the Corey thing, didn't we? For he some was, reason. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Jim White paying tribute to your good selves. We think. 
This is uh, one of the many reasons we absolutely love doing this show between 10 and 1 weekdays on TalkSport, courtesy of Selco Builders Warehouse. We really do, because when we want your involvement, you never, ever fail to let us down. That's not right, is it? <laughs> no, it's not right at That's all. That's not right at all, is it? Here's a bit of Carry On White and Jordan. But when I was a kid growing up, I think at the Olympics, and I think track field boxing... Tossing the cable should have been in by that logic, then. But obviously, yes, I would toss yours. For now, for now. Matron. And finally, Andy. And finally, it's Simon Jordan with his take on Frank Lampard. The reason why I didn't like Lampard is because I think there was it was more about the argument for rather than my argument against. Okay, tell me why. If you want to put Lampard on a dugout at, at Rangers, tell me why. Oh, because he was a great player. Now, tell me another reason why. Like, tell me why you want Birmingham to get that Rooney because he's got a 27% win record. Tell me why. Well... You can probably guess what came next because it did remind us of something. Yes. What reason do you need to be shown? Tell me why. I don't like Monday. Tell me why. I don't like Monday. Tell me why. I don't like Mondays. I want to shoot. Well, there we are. The best of White and Jordan doing fantastic work between 10 and 1 weekdays on Talk Sport. Um, and all of their guests, of course, over the years. Mm. But still to come, more clips from the Lucky Dip selection and Breakfast with Laura Woods. You're listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport in partnership with Toolstation. Get great deals on power tools, electricals and plumbing in the Toolstation early January sale. Welcome back to the Hawksby and Jacobs clips of the year. We hope you're having a fantastic uh, Christmas and we're with you for a little while longer with some favourite clips and best moments of the year and we've got another lucky dip section for mm. you now the best of the rest of the talk sport presenters so Andy why don't you pop your hand in the bag and have a little rummage I will do yeah. I've got any sound effects of rummaging we have got no rummaging sound <laughs> okay. effects they just have to use their imagination <laughs> let's start with transfer guru Alex Crook who joined Andy and Darren on drive ahead of deadline day Listen, Cookie, always a pleasure. You'll be in our studio tomorrow. You, what will you be doing? Popping in every 15 minutes or so? Keep, keep us up to date? I think that's the plan. Okay. Have, you, have you got the bong ready? <laughs> Whatever gets you through deadline day, we say. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Marvelous. And actually, we were all shocked when Alex Cook's battery suddenly ran down earlier in the year. Palace are an interesting one because they haven't signed a single player this window. And I'm just getting vibes that Patrick... Oh. <laughs> to plug him back uh, into the main. Poor old crookie. Paul Ross on Overnights now, revealing a surprise new TalkSport presenter. And by the way, after Paul's show, which was a fantastic listen, it's the TalkSport Breakfast from 6 to 10 with Ali McCoyst, Ray Parler, Eddie Murphy, who's got a special show 9 o'clock Sunday evenings about his links to Liverpool. Wow, I never knew uh, Eddie Murphy was a Liverpool fan, Andy. Yes, he used to stand on the Beverly Hills Cop. Hello? Get it? Straight out of your cracker, that one, isn't it? <laughs> Marvellous. <laughs> if you had Eddie Murphy-themed crackers, which seems unlikely. <laughs> and staying with Paul Ross. Right on the back of the uh, Times this morning, I do declare, beaten by one run, and of course the boss man, Ben Stokes, has said he's not, he doesn't regret you know, putting, making the decisions he made, following through and stuff. I think he followed on. He didn't follow through. Well, maybe he did. Because I think he probably would regret that. It was a close that. game. <laughs> he would regret that, I'm guessing. Here's Max Rushton now, introducing a guest. Tommy said uh, which Spurs will turn up. Chris Paros, friend of the show, uh, broadcaster, uh, Spurs fan, joined us. Hey, Chris. Uh, what was that, Chris? Uh, 
<laughs> I think she went on to say something else. Uh, here's Andy Goldstein on drive with a question for guest, former Stoke and Barcelona forward, Bojam. Can I ask, what, we've got so many questions. What are you up to nowadays? What are you, what are you doing with your time? Uh, right now, not much. Fair enough. Tremendous. Is that right? <laughs> well, you've got that much money, you can just kick back, can't you, really, when you've been a professional footballer? Here's Martin Keown, who sounded like he was planning a UK mini-break. There's been no consistency. They've not really had any signs of, of improvement from, from Chelsea. So why should we believe that's going to happen now? I do like the look of Felix, though. Yeah, Felix, oh, though, yeah, is nice. Place. Yeah, it's a nice. Just head down there. Weekend, fancy. Yeah, yeah. You, I think mean, you'll enjoy it. Get a little um, Airbnb, <laughs> maybe. Uh, this is Tony Cascarino on Weekend Breakfast with uh, Natalie Sawyer, not realising that the red live light is still on in the studio. OK, up next, we'll be taking a look at the best of the rest in the Premier League <sighs> today. Are you right there, Cass? We're still live on air. <laughs> Just having a stretch, wasn't he, oh, Cass? Yes, there? Of course enough. he was. Uh, this is Jason Cundy introducing European football expert Kevin Hatchard. And he joins us now on the line. Good evening, Kev. How are we, chaps? Well, hello, there you Kev. Go. There's the catchphrase. Just a quick question. Kev's get out of the way. Sperm. Yeah. <laughs> There's no answer to that, is there? It's <laughs> really odd. I don't want to know what the rest of the question is. <laughs> Maybe he just said discuss. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, all the stars listen to Drive here on TalkSport, especially when Andy Townsend's on with Andy Goldstein. Even Siri tunes in. And he can turn around and see him sat there and knows he's not going anywhere. He knows what he's doing. He's got a, an extremely wise head on, young shoulders. Um, I didn't catch that. Why again? He's got an extremely <laughs> head, young head on wise shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Siri. Siri loves that show. <laughs> Absolutely. Former Chelsea and France defender Frank Leboeuf now, reflecting on Newcastle versus PSG a couple of months ago. They were absolutely fantastic. And... Uh, I predicted that result. I said it would be a 3-2. It was a 4-1. Well, you didn't predict it then, <laughs> you got Frank, it wrong, did you? <laughs> Stop blowing your own trumpet, man. <laughs> this is Carry On Times Radio with Jane Garvey and James Marriott. I'm really interested in how all this works because it's not a world I really understand. Yeah, well, when I, when I got your phone call, I was hunched on my bedroom floor of my laptop frantically battering away at my column. <laughs> Sid James would have been proud of that, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In his pomp, that's fantastic. Very good. And actually, it wasn't just Times Radio who were at it. Over to Extra Time now for Carry On Talk Sport. What have you got for us, sir, Bob? <laughs> well, an Oklahoma woman is trying to solve the mystery of an unknown flying creature that keeps pounding her back door late at night. Oh, really? Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> and next, Andy. Uh, staying with Paul Ross, here he is again with Sam Stevens on the overnight show Extra Time. After Sam Stevens is with us now. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old music hall routine. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit. Yeah. Now, what's that word that means both scrutiny and criticism? Well, don't worry, Mickey Gray will know. Now, that kind of tells its own story. He's a goal scorer, Adrian, but I think sometimes he might actually come under a little bit of scrutism, but... We've all been under a bit of scrutism from time to time, haven't <laughs> Who we? Who hasn't been? We've all been, yes, of course. This is Andy Goldstein and Darren Bent having a bit of a cookery chat on Drive. Because you cover it in the breadcrumbs, right? And then I wonder if, as soon as you put it in, it cooks it. Because, like, you know when you get a, what's his name, what's the egg called, where the outer, the outer casing is, what's that egg called? What, the Fabergé? I, don't, I think he's Scotch. <laughs> Let's play Scotch or Fabergé. He's a very wealthy footballer. He thinks Fabergé I eggs. I do love a Fabergé egg, but I do love a Scotch egg, but which is better? <laughs> this is Andy Goldstein setting up a competition on drive. 
Just to let you know, I won't say right or wrong. As soon as you answer, I'll go on to the next question. Producer Joe will tell me at the end how you've done. Right, okay. Your time starts now. Which Brazilian holds the record for the highest ever transfer fee when he left Barcelona for PSG in 2017? Is correct. No! <laughs> oh, dear. He was supposed to it tell him. badly wrong there. Yeah. What's next? It's Spanish football journalist Inaki Angulu discussing Erlen Haaland's dad, Alfie, being chucked out of a box at the Bernabeu during the Champions League. People are not used to this kind of uh, behaviours in this specific area. Since he was in the VIP area, he has like a, a small peanut. He had what, a necky? A small peanut. Oh, small peanuts, I see. <laughs> small peanuts that he was throwing at people. Oh, I, I see. I yeah. get the idea, yeah. And finally, here's Lisa O'Sullivan with a Wimbledon update. Stanford Rinker and Djokovic is in that tea time slot on day five. Lisa, absolute pleasure. Thanks Cheers, for coming thanks. on. Pleasure. All right, that was uh, Lisa O'Sullivan there, talks towards Terrace Condespondent. Terrace Condespondent? <laughs> she's, our, she's one of our best Terrace Condespondents, definitely. <laughs> Those were the best clips from the rest of the TalkSport presenters over the past 12 months. Now, earlier in the year, myself and Charlie were privileged to be joined in the studio by businessman and entrepreneur Brian Butterfield. We've had, we've had some ideas coming in, Brian, because okay. when we've got your kind of expertise in the building, it yeah. seems only right that we should run a few ideas past you that the listeners have. Have you, are you happy to have a listen to yeah, that? Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, this is uh, Barry from Hull. He says, a club crest toilet roll in the stadium. Uh, he was quite keen on that as an yeah. idea. So a Plymouth. I think crest. he thought like one end, one end, you know, the away end would have the opposite team. Yes. In 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 the toilet. So, so they could effectively the... wipe their backsides like, on the opposition. Yeah. Oh, I see. Idea. Yes, they could wipe their away end with the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's, yes. Well, then, you've nice got the marketing. Idea. I guess. Yes. 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 Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little bit of poor taste. You know, yeah, oh, that, okay. that question, that the, the, the uh, that, that that thing. I'm not sure it was entirely serious. A little, <laughs> little bit of poor taste, and also it it does directly compete with one of my uh, businesses, my um, Butterfield butt wipes. Ah, of course. So you know, I wouldn't want to promote anything that was going to uh, interfere with one of my businesses. Yeah. Have you been to many football matches, Brian? Are you a football man? Yeah, I'm. A, yes, I'm a football man. I'm interested. You know, I'm interested in buying a club. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've, I'm in preliminary talks with Jurgen Klopp to take over Liverpool. Wow. Okay. And Everton. Okay. I want to take over both, both of them and uh, merge them into, into one club, Liverpool yeah. United. Well, okay. And they love that. I'm yeah, sorry, I yeah. think I think so. I mean, you know, I've got it all planned out. I've got a, a £15 billion bid. Mm, okay. And um, I've spoken to Jürgen about it, yeah. and um, you know, and you know, I spoke to him a couple of days ago. And I can't do the voice, but he <laughs> said to me, he said, you know, Brian, look, this is great. You know, I'm just the manager. I'm not the uh, owner, but I mean, this all this money sounds great. Where are you going to get it? And well, I said, and I said, well, yeah, yeah. this is this is all I've got to sort. I've just got to sort out the funding. Yeah, That's it. Fund, I've just yeah. got to get hold of the funding, and then, you know, we're going to merge the uh, the, the the two strips. So instead of red and blue, it okay. will be a mauve. Okay. Come on, you mauves. Oh, yeah, lovely. It's um, we move the stadium to the Isle of Man to mm. a neutral uh, <laughs> territory. Mm -hmm. Um, is that for tax reasons? Or? It's, for, it's for many reasons. Okay. It's, it's also, it makes it uh, harder to attack the island. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a little yeah. island. And, uh, 
Yeah, so well, if you've got a few failed businesses, not failed, sorry, businesses under investigation, then you're absolutely going to pass the... Yeah, the Fit and Proper Persons Act in football is... What is that? Well, well, a lot of people have asked that question, Brian, because it's surprising the amount of people that are able to buy football clubs. But by the sound of it, we think you'll sail through that test. There are some questions about your finances, about some basic ones. Do you have any money? If you just say yes... No. Oh, I see. No, no, I see. We're just... uh, Do say yes, Brian. Yes. Yes. Well, that's it. You're in. I mean, plenty of people have got clubs on that basis. You know, I've been practicing because uh, my new uh, football came out. Football game came out for the my console, the Botatendo, uh, <laughs> FIFA 2024. Um, and uh, there's a mode on it where you sit in an office mm. and you negotiate with the owners of clubs, okay. and uh, you sit and nod, and uh, you choose, you know, there's a little yes, no. Do you want? How much do you want to bid? Do you want to bid this much? It's basically, it's, it's actually the whole game is just that. <laughs> really? Oh, really? Uh, but that's what I've been using to practice my uh, negotiation. Yeah, mm. the 15 billion, of course. 15, yeah. 15 billion, it's a lot of money. I mean, it's a lot of money to anybody. It's a lot of money. To anybody. Yes, it is. And um, I'm hoping BFA 24 uh, sells sells a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we, you know, we haven't been able to license the uh, Premier League players or any players or mm-hmm. any club. Yeah. So we've we've invented our own uh, players and clubs uh, that, you know, are sort of the similar kind of players that you would have in the Premier League. Oh, like yeah. we've got, uh, you know, the Egyptian king, Bo, Bo- Bala, oh, uh, yeah. Barwin Bunez, yeah. uh, Berling Barland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've got, uh, you know, other teams. We've got Liverpool, uh, yeah. Best, Best Bam. Manchester, uh, United, ba- ba- Manchester United, uh, Manchester United, Manchester yeah. Bitty, Manchester yeah. Bitty. Uh, uh, well. Yes, yeah. Okay. I, so yeah, uh, I've got that already. I can see. You can I can see, see how it's it worked. You can uh, see Charlie's that. a fan of Borky United. Borky United, yeah, yeah. To go down the leagues at all? You interested in lower leagues? Lower leagues, lower leagues. Are these the ones that play on the subterranean pitches? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it feels like it. The cave dwelling players, yes, the very sort of dark, (laughs) lit with torches. Yes, I've seen those games. Yes, quite depressing. Actually, cave football sounds like a good business. Cave football. Butterfield's cave football. Yeah, yeah. Football in a cave. Football in a cave. I see you've just written that down in light pencil. So I mean, maybe something you'll come back to. I don't know. Is that is that what it's life as an entrepreneur? You spot an idea and you write it, and who knows? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to you've got to take take life as it uh, as it comes, and, mm. and these ins- these inspirations are all around. They you, are. You know, mm. that's right. I yeah. mean, just look around here. I mean, actually, I can't. I don't have any. I can't think of anything. I mean, there's a few <laughs> things here. I yeah. Mean, yeah. There's a clock. You know, and all yeah. I can think of is you know a clock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I tell you, you know that you know the big clocks that they have uh, at the side of the pitch. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I think they should make those into wristwatches. Wow, oh, yeah, a nice like, idea. But like, that, that size, the same size, yeah, same that size. size. Okay. You know, or a, or like on a grandfather clock mount, perhaps. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's funny talking about football because I I I've always been a pretty bad football player. But mm. I'm a, I can't hold my own, but you know, I once held the world record for the number of Keepy uppies wow. I could do with my head. Wow, with your head, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. So. 
Uh, what I was saying, I saw there was a ball here. I thought I could maybe... Well, we'd love to. It'd be great. We could break another world record in the yeah, studio. We, we always yeah, keep a ball in the studio, just uh, in case. Yes. Either of you good at keeping up? Not, not, not the ex-pros. Not to Europe. No, we leave that to the pros. How many could you do? I'm not many. With my head. Oh, three. Tops. Three. Three tops. I, I might three. Be, I might be. I'm, 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 desperate, I'm desperate to say four tops, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could do five, Brian, but I mean, I'm, what was the world record? It was, uh, 6,840. Okay. Wow. And that was me. Mm-hmm. And I did it. I did, uh, I, you know, I did it at quite a leisurely pace. Mm. Uh, I did it over, it was over two and a half days. Oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Right. So, All just right. like one header and then uh, not, not... Straight on, the, yes, it's uncanny what I could do. Wow. Slow motion sort of headers. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It's crazy. I don't use any video trickery. I just, it's just all talent, I suppose. Wow. Uh, um, an instinct, knack. I don't know what you'd call wow. it. Well, look, we'd love, would you be prepared to give him another try? I mean, yeah. obviously we know it could take a couple of days. Well, we just see like, the best of what yeah, I'll, do, I'll, I'll, do, I'll see if I could, uh, I could do a, a quick, uh, quick century for you. Okay. okay. Oh, Thank you very nice. much. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah, that sounds nice. good. Yeah. Okay, Brian. Here we go. There's not a lot of headroom in the studio. Keep it, keep it low. I'm good at controlling it. Oh, that's good. Keeping it quite low. That's all right. Here we go. That's right. There we are. Oh, okay, that one just flew across the desk. Charlie will bring that back I, for you. So. Well, that is one. Yeah, that is sorry, sorry. Sorry. It's just, yeah. It's just because I'm in the... You know, yeah, only the lights. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. We understand. Here we go. Here we go again. That's it. So there we are. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, oh, that wasn't bad. Yeah, that was... Uh, well, that's one. One. Um, okay. That's right, Brian. Nothing. Uh, you're okay. You, you no, I, I don't think I am actually. I, think, oh, I don't know what's what's the matter with that ball. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know <laughs> if that. I, I, I don't think that was a, nose. a totally spherical ball. I oh, just right. don't think that was. Oh, we got one. We did one. So there we are, Brian Butterfield. Great to meet him. Still to come, we'll have some uh, more clips from breakfast with Laura Woods, Ali McCoist, and Gabby Agbonlahor. And we'll also bring you one of our favourite interviews of the year with the actor and comedian Adrian Edmondson. You're listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on Talk Sport. Hello, Merry Christmas, and welcome back to Hawksby and Jacobs Clips of the Year. Uh, we've got a little bit longer to bring you some more favourite clips from 2023 and. Lots of other stuff besides. We're going to hear one of our interviews from the year now. And it really was a privilege for Andy and I to be joined in the studio by the brilliant actor, comedian and Exeter City fan. Well, you can't have everything, as Charlie Baker would say, because <laughs> he was Chelsea back in the day, as he explains. Yeah. It was Adrian Edmondson. Interesting stuff in the book around your childhood as well. And some uh, coming across, flicking through the book on the first time I picked it up, found a picture of uh, Adrian Street, the well-known wrestler yes, from the 70s. Yeah. Um, when, I was, when I was a kid uh, in Bradford in, in the early 60s, everyone thought Adrian was a girl's name. <laughs> and Adrian Street didn't really help the situation yeah, when he turned yeah. up because he, he, he dressed like a girl. You know, he had little yeah. tail bangs, didn't he? And, uh, but he was hard as nails. If you could see beyond yeah, the, but the glitter to, eyeshadow. He used to kiss his <laughs> opponents, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. You know, until, they, until they gave in. And you've used that famous <laughs> picture of him because his dad was a miner. He was yeah. a miner. And there he's basically in the pit with his dad looking at him and he's in yeah. the full regalia. Yeah. It was his it was his thing, wasn't it, Adrian it was, Street, to dress yeah. up glam rock, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. well, he, he claims he... That David Bowie took it off him. 
I'll be yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen the, I've seen the interview. Oh, but the link to Vivian, the character you played in the young ones, yeah. was a similar thing. Uh, somebody who's got a girl's name. I know. Well, Vivian's based on on the on the idea that it was a girl's name. In fact, it even gets mentioned in one of the episodes. Mm. Uh, and also on on the idea of Vivian Stanshall, who was a oh, yeah, yeah. The Bonzo, Bonzo Dog Doodah yeah, band, who yeah. is my absolute hero. And you became a member of the Bonzo Dog Doodah mm, band did. later on, didn't you? And Phil Jupitus, didn't you? Yeah, we well, we, they had a kind of reunion in around uh, early 2000s. Yeah. And uh, they got Bill Bailey and Stephen Fry and me and Phil Jupitus and Paul Merton to fill in for Viv, who mm. died in the 90s. Mm, yeah. And uh, and they went on tour, and only Phil and me <laughs> weren't sufficiently successful enough to have time on our hands. Yeah. Uh, and so we went out, and I was, yeah, we joined a band, and we sort of got to a restaurant in uh, London at the end of the tour, and we were talking about making a new album, and Neil Innes said the fateful words, and now that we've got two new bonzos. Wow. I, I mean, Phil looked at you, can you imagine yeah. being, a, you know, having, being a fan of a band in your teens? And then eventually joining the band. He had an amazing voice. I mean, intro and outro is yeah, probably yeah, the most famous yeah, thing, but it was yeah. a wonderful voice. Well, my, you, know, um, you were just before we went on air, you were talking about your dad having a Hull accent. Mm. My, my dad and my entire family have broad Yorkshire accents. And I talk like this basically because I did an impression of Vivian Stanshall for, for the late, most of my late teens into my twenties, <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is this is what came out. This is halfway you, towards him. You are yeah. a musician, and you were mm. a songwriter and stuff, yeah. and you've, you put bands together. And you played, didn't you, as part of the Bad News at a comic strip? You yeah. did. You played Donington. We played Donington. Yeah, we played hundred thousand people. Yeah, um, wow. we, we we did Reading as well, and we we did a uh, big sort of nationwide tour. Uh, we. Uh, we, we ran into trouble at Reading. Uh, <laughs> because, um, Got canned off, did you? Well, we didn't get canned <laughs> off, but mm. they, they'd worked out how to throw up into uh, those little two-litre bottles of, oh, uh, no. you know, ties. What a great skill to We got a lot of... And, and Rick had decided to go on with a with a wheelchair, pretend to have a broken leg. Thought it'd be funny to have a roadie pushing him around. <laughs> mm. And the, the stage literally became covered in vomit. Oh. And, uh, and the roadie <laughs> abandoned him, and he had to kind <laughs> of, you know, wheel himself around. His hands got a bit yeah. dirty. Fantastic. <laughs> Look, I love the in the chapter uh, on the young ones. You talk yeah. about the young ones, and it's kind of, you kind of, Sort of faux reluctantly because you say, oh, we've talked about it for so many years before. Look, well, I'll tell you, I, yeah. I, I, it took up 14 weeks of my life. Mm. But yeah. well, there were 12 episodes, yeah. it's a week an episode and a yeah. week either end for the extra bits, you know. But for the people that love it, it's so much more than that. Well, I've it? talked about it for more than 14 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like 40 hours in that way that there were yeah. only ever 12 made. I'm yeah. surprised yeah. when I read that, I thought... Yeah. I, mean, I thought there were more than that. But yeah, no. so so I have a kind of love-hate relationship. I've come to terms with it. Yeah. You know, for a long time, I used to get cross. But, you know, and, and people come up to me in the street and they, they give me a line and I don't know the the, the response. Yeah. yeah. And they get really cross. But I, and I know how they feel because I feel exactly the same about the bonzos. I, I could, you know, go up to any bonzo and mm. give them a line and expect the, the, the response. It comes so, from so. a good place. As it comes because yeah. they love your yeah. work, I yes. guess, but it must, be, it must get a bit wearing at yeah. times. Crackers, one of our listeners, asked, can you ask uh, Abe yeah. if he still has the forehead stars and the denim gilet? Have you kept yeah. any of the memorabilia? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, it's nothing any self-respecting rocker called a gilet. Very, very high quality. <laughs> Waistcoat. Uh, hey, let me. I like your gilet. 
added <laughs> denim gilet. Yeah. He would have had one yeah. had he still been around, I'm sure. He yeah. would have felt the cold a bit more then. I think we call them denim waistcoats. Yeah. That's you. Gilet's yeah. quite a football word now. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably But you two share something in common that you both love, Lauren Hardy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I'm of a school that says, I don't know if you agree with this, yeah. but I mean, there, there, there's a lineage, isn't there? I mean, you and Rick, there's a lot of Lauren Hardy, yeah. the slapstick you did. There was a, a I, definite I, I mean, my, my theory about comedy in general is that all the jokes have been with us all the time mm. and that uh, Laurel and Hardy were the first people to actually record them they obviously saw them someone else doing them in a variety show or something yeah but I can if you show me any modern comedy I can I can take every joke back to Laurel, Laurel and Hardy mm. Yeah, mm. It's, it's it's where it all is are you I see I'm of the school where I, I I think you're either Chaplin or you're Laurel and Hardy I can admire the artistry of Chaplin and out I, I like watch, dialogue See, I watch Chaplin mm. and yeah. I'm thinking, oh, that's clever, but he never makes me laugh. No, no. I like dialogue and I, and I like really. a double act because, you know, there's always there's always something going on. Yeah. With a with a one person, you know, it's like stand-ups. Yeah. <laughs> there's sort of there's nothing going to happen, is there? It being in a yeah. being in a sta- being in a double act, I suppose yeah. we have been for quite a long time. Yeah. But it, can it be a bit restrictive? Can it kind of get to you in the end or not? Um, can it? I, I think our doublet was was a thing of joy until I didn't want to do it anymore. Right. And then explaining why I didn't want to do it was something mm. he he could never really get his head round. Right. That reminds me, Andy, we need to have a chat after. <laughs> <laughs> but you've moved very successfully onto what I'd call straight acting, haven't you? You've yeah. done a lot of that. And, and the fact you did so much comedy and you did something as, you know, sort of iconic as, as Vivian, was that, did that kind of hold you back a little bit with straight roles? I or think not? if you'd got me and Rick uh, pulled us to one side when we went to uni and said, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> uh, we'd have both said actor. Uh, uh, Rick would have said sex god, but he would have wanted to get there by being an actor like Paul Newman or Robert Redford. Mm. Um, and we sort of got sidelined in a search for equity cards because of the because of the mm. union situation. Yeah, you know, we, you couldn't be in equity if you weren't an actor, and you couldn't be an actor if you weren't in equity. So yeah. you had to go in through variety, and uh, that we sort of accidentally became comedians. Mm. Um, and by the time I got to my late mid forties, I. I thought, I really want to do that acting thing. Yeah. That's what I've always wanted to do. So uh, were casting directors saying, well, he's, he's more comedy. Well, because yeah. we get that fed back from the agent it's, it's, now and again. It's, uh, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a bane of my life, yeah. You probably only have to do one or two very good straight roles and you're under yeah. that hump, aren't you? I well, I, you know, I'm, I'm a relentless um, auditioner. I, right. I, oh, I, still? I, oh, yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah, because they just don't believe that I won't, you know. Go into Vivian. <laughs> Take the mick out of it and subvert their lovely drama. <laughs> uh, so I, I have to, I, I, yeah, I audition for everything and um, I'm, 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 I'm uh, without vanity. You were a Chelsea fan when you lived, when you lived in London. I and you had a live on the Fulham Road, so I, mm. it seemed ridiculous after a while not, not to go to the place that was 200 yards away. And, you're pretty and I went in that lovely era when Zola was playing. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a brilliant team that, before they got bought by the Russian. Mm. Um, then the Russian bought them, and they brought in a couple of um, cheats. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just didn't like watching them anymore. It put you really? off. Yeah. Yeah. I love that period. Yeah. You love the cheat years, did you? Andy the Jacobs in the cheat yeah. years. You're going to write a book about it, aren't you? No, you're right. That but, 97 team with Zola and 96-97 yeah. was, was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. 
But then you, you, you moved down to the West Country, and yeah. I suppose you had, a, you had a choice of teams. Well, as you know, I had, I had season tickets at both <laughs> for a while. At Torquay and... No, no, at Plymouth. Oh, Plymouth. Oh, okay, I yeah. see. So, <laughs> yeah. John's face. Yeah, he was very upset. Do you want to just come and stand here, John, so yeah. Adrian can see yeah, your producer's a Torquay <laughs> fan. Is, 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 I, 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 the first time I went to see Exeter, I, I just went out of kind of um, schadenfreude, yeah. to, as they, they were just about to drop out of the league. And uh, we went along, me and a friend, and uh, we couldn't get in. <laughs> so anyway, wow. we, were, we stood in someone's garden, because the, the away end used to be quite low. It's a bit high <laughs> these days. And we just stood on someone's wall and watched the game from there. Wow. Wow. And some enterprising guy was running off and getting Kansas cider, and we were so around. Yeah. It, it was one of the best games I've ever seen. And <laughs> uh, cost me nothing, apart from for the rather expensive cider. <laughs> uh, but I, I kind of got sucked in hmm. and, um, and sort of watched them throughout the kind of non-league years. And went to, you know, I love the away matches in kind of, you know, Greys and uh, Ebbsfleet and things like so that. So you it do go really... away with the team, do you, yeah, fair bit? It's, it's, wow. It's, it's been a fun ride. Community uh, owned club. Well, yeah, I own my 20... football club. That's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> you just had the 20th anniversary, haven't you? We did, yeah. I mean, it was an amazing time, wasn't it? When, uh, and, uh, just before that, when the, yeah. the, the previous owners went to jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. For fraud. And we'd been through all the kind of Michael Jackson visiting and everything. And, yeah. Uh, who was the man who used to bend spoons? Yuri Geller. Yuri Geller. I think he still yeah. does. I think, he, I think he was a director. Yeah. Never, never used his skills to get the ball in there. Never. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He, he helped England out, didn't he? Oh, yeah, Scotland, Scotland, Scotland making yeah, the ball move. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, 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 it's interesting. We were talking about our producer being talky, and your response to that was not to kind of give him some club, which he would prefer, but well, it was talk, worse than that. Torquay used to be our opponents, but, you know, we haven't been in the same league for a very long time. <laughs> no. And we used to send our, you know, our, our young players off to Torquay to sort of toughen them like up. Like national service. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, there's a charity. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and uh, and you but, said but you, you, you feel sorry anymore. for them. I mean, what? They're not even in the in the national conference. No, they're in the conference south yeah. these days. Yeah, I mean it's sad. I can't get him off, John. Thank you. I can't just kick him off here. <laughs> yeah. You're in charge. Yeah. Do you We've, watch Premier League yeah. football at all? I do. Yeah, I watch Match of the Day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's not as much fun as. Exit City. No, I mean we like watching mm. our our old boys. We like watching Ollie Watkins, uh, and you know we've had a few others kind of disappear to clubs. I mean they've kept us going really. These yeah, years, you so said you were getting money from Ollie Watkins. We got Ollie, yeah, we used to get money from Ollie Watkins every time he played for England. I don't. I think that 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 stream was dried up now. <laughs> okay. uh, but uh, well, he's back in the sport. And it, it was in his early days. And <clears> he, he was he was <clears> always <throat> going on late as a substitute, and every time you go. Oh, do you think you say that's not happening anymore? You think you've you've I rung the I've, very last I, drop out I, of Villa? Yeah, I mean he's he's been there a long time now. Yeah. So <laughs> I analysis. suppose the other thing about supporting the club, a club like so, is you get a bit closer to it. Also, I take it you know the chairman, and you get to know some of the players along yeah, the way. Well, I, I know the chairman, and uh, I used to know Paul Tisdale, but he yeah, I was a bit <clears throat> a bit annoying mm. when Paul yeah. was kind of ousted. But, um, very well turned out. Very well dressed. Yeah, Britain's very, best dressed very, manager, very we natty. used to say. He was, he was <laughs> yeah. not see many managers wearing a cravat. No, that's he, he, he very few people. <laughs> that short time that Nicholas Parsons had in charge of Manchester United. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the only time, wasn't it? Um, and what have you got lined up? Have you got anything else on um, the horizon? I've got something that, because these days you can't talk about anything. Um, mm. But I've, it's a very big American series. Oh, which, wow. Uh, we were just started making when the, when the SAG actors strike came up yeah 
Um, and I'm sort of option for three years on that. And wow, uh, I can't wee. tell you anything about it. Oh, well, well, nice. excited. Sounds that good, sounds yeah, brilliant. yeah. And of course, you were in a Star Wars film, which, I was. which keeps you busy at autograph a... hunters' conventions for the rest yeah, of your life. It, it could do if, if I you wanted, wanted to. to. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to. Comic Con and all that. I went yeah. to one. I don't think I'll go to another. <laughs> what was that experience like? It was, it was a bit sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was hard work, actually. Um, yeah, that that came about because Ryan Johnson was a fan of Bottom. Did you wow, know that? Ryan yeah. Johnson, the director, did a Looper and that episode of um, Star Wars, and uh, he was a big big Bottom fan. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. The, the program, not obviously not, not just yeah, <laughs> just hit Darth Vader with his frying pan. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. But <laughs> Well, there we are. Lovely to see Adrian. Yeah, lovely bloke. Comedy really favourite. Yeah, yeah, he was a lovely guy. But anyway, still to come. Just got time to bring you our favourite clips of the year from Talksport Breakfast with Laura Woods, Ali McCoist, and Gabby Agbon Lahore. You are listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on Talksport in partnership with Toolstation. Get great deals on heating and workwear in the Toolstation early January sale. Welcome back to the Hawksby and Jacobs Clips of the Year. And just time for one final batch of clips. And it's the best of TalkSport Breakfast featuring Laura Woods, Gabby Agbonlahor, Ali McCoist, Dean Saunders and many more besides. Andy, kick us off. Yes, we kick off this last part with Anna Brazil and Ali McCoist sending Gabby Agbonlahor a quiz on West End musicals. Of course they are, yeah. Drew back the curtain. Ah, what a tune, by the way. What a tune. He's got it. He's got it. Joseph and the technical dream coat. <laughs> very technical. It's very like one technical. of those vests that the players wear. It's a very technical dream coat. <laughs> Okay. Now, in the world of radio, us presenters are encouraged to tease the listener with our upcoming content, so you stick around to listen after the commercial break. Mm. And there's no one better at making sure you stay put than our own Laura Woods. And good luck to Kate as well, yeah. who um, she could go into labour at any minute. You know, it could be early. You never know. Uh, don't go anywhere. After the break, we're going to be going live to a car park. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> I love a car park. Me Hope too. it's NCP. <laughs> this is Gabby Agbon Lahore talking international football, we think. England manager. What an honour for an English um, person to be the manager of England Football Club. EFC, as we call them. <laughs> or is that Everton? Couldn't quite work that out. Yeah, yeah, EFC. Stan Gabby. Uh, this is him and Alan crossing to Australia to discuss the Women's World Cup. Talks World's Lionesses correspondent, Courtney Sweetman-Kirk. Uh, Courtney, a very, very good day. Good morning, Courtney. Good evening, Courtney. Yeah, good afternoon, yeah. <laughs> Who knows what time it is? Could be Just any time in Australia. Just say them all. That's yeah. it. Here's Ali McCoy with Shabana Hearn talking racing, we think. We think. Seconds ago, some wee jockey getting a kiss. Yeah, the jockey who won at the Igor Festival um, in York, yeah, the Igor Festival is for uh, <laughs> horror henchmen. They're all in it. It's fantastic. The Ebor Festival. It's the Ebor Festival, yeah. Yes. Staying with Ali on breakfast, he was reflecting on a big red card at St James's Park with Andy Townsend. Daily podcast bringing you the best content over the last 24 hours from the world's biggest and best sports radio station. As part of today's pod, you can hear all the fallout to Virgil van Dijk's contest... Contentious. Right, content... Right, contentious. Con... Contentious. Contentious. Contentious red card. 
Yes. Actually, it, that's not how it went out. We, we had to cut it down a bit. This is the original. Daily podcast bringing you the best content over the last 24 hours from the world's biggest and best sports radio station. As part of today's pod, you can hear all the fallout to Virgil van Dijk's contest... Contentious. Right, content... Right, contentious. 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 Right, content... Right, contentious. Right, content... Right, contentious. Right, content... Right, contentious. Con... Contentious. Contentious. Contentious red card. <laughs> it wasn't that contentious, ultimately. No, not was really, it? no. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> this is Gabby Agbonlahor talking Manchester City. Yeah, I, I think this is City's year. I really do. And yes, you've got to keep your feet um, on the table. But That's bad manners, isn't it? <laughs> Mum said never put your feet on the table. <laughs> I don't know what he meant by that. This is Apprentice star and celebrity West Ham fan Thomas Skinner joining Alan and Ali on the show. Oh, I'll have a chat in the break. Oh, uh, have you got one more, Gab, or Ali? Ali, one more for Tom? Uh, what have I got? One more for Tom? Well, the line went bosh, didn't it? <laughs> Clearly, it always goes bosh when you got Tom on. Yeah. Uh, have you heard Laura Wood's impression of Ray Parler, Andy? It no. is absolutely brilliant. She tried it out on uh, Breakfast with the betting expert, John Hill. Six to four now, mm. Arsenal to win the Premier League title. Mm. You know, this is a, it's going to be a fantastic title race from here, isn't it? And, uh, you know, you're well in the race, aren't you, Laura? Yeah. Well, absolutely, John. Oh, that's good, isn't it? That's <laughs> uncanny. It's brilliant. Yeah, I wonder how she says the word fighting. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. we all know. Here's Dean Saunders on breakfast with a question for Cray Valley Paper Mills manager, Steve McKim. Can you, can you just give us the history? Because it's Cray Valley Paper Mill. For people who are listening, where's that come from? What's the history there? Uh, maybe I, I only joined the club in July. I was only appointed manager in July, so I don't know the full history. I believe it was a paper mills, um, and they formed a team. That would probably make sense, wouldn't <laughs> yeah, it? It would really, quite, yeah. quite literally. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Laura Woods again on breakfast, who always seemed very friendly with the callers. Holding midfield, just not someone as expensive as Rice. Just <laughs> someone a little bit cheaper. And okay, we are good for the best, mate. Um, Rob, thank you so much. Love you to speak to you. Take care. Love you. Bye. <laughs> love you. Love you. Love you. That's very nice. This is Ali McCoyst on Breakfast with Manchester United Transfer News. Some of the headlines that you guys are waking up to this morning. Manchester United are targeting 35 a million pound rated defender Jean-Claire Todibo from Sir Jim Ratcliffe's niece. She must be his agent, Jim Ratcliffe's yeah, niece. Now, we have a faulty chair in the Talk Sports studio that, if you lean back, throws you right back like a dentist chair. And Alan and Ray obviously love it because every time they sit back in it, the producer comes in and pours tequila down their throat <laughs> like it's Euro 96. Nice, but we're guessing that uh, Laura was sitting in it as Stuart Pearce was speaking uh, this year. Um, yes, I can. Um, I think some of that will depend on the finance that, that he's been given. If he thinks he's uh, he's got, you know, <gasps> handcuffs on. <laughs> Definitely in the joke chair. <coughs> she poor, must have done, yeah. poor Laura was in the joke chair. Here's Ali McCoyst on breakfast chatting about Marcus Rashford. Just from a football fan point of view, football fans up and down the country, we're just really pleased to see him back with a bit of forum. Enjoying his football, was playing with a smile on his face. Bit of a smell on his face. <laughs> I don't know what the point? smell was, but there we are. Dean Saunders launching into a very surreal story alongside Laura Woods on Breakfast Now. I had a few problems with my sewerage at my house, right? So I had to get a man in with a big wagon to, to pump the sewerage away from the house. So while I was stood there, I had a golf club in my hand while he was doing it. 
I said, do you play golf? He went, no, I, I grow giant vegetables. <laughs> that's a, such a it's surreal... It's, like, it's like a Stephen Wright routine. Where'd you even start with that? It's amazing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, we'll spare you the whole thing. It did go on for a while, but this is how it ended. Anyway, he said, uh, I can sort it out for you if you want. So he come to my house and he put... He laid all the vegetables in and, and I looked after him for a year. Did you get any giant vegetables? Well, no. I went on holidays for a week, didn't water them. When I come back, they were all dead. <laughs> Marvellous, isn't it? Beautiful payoff. I think the sewerage might have helped. <laughs> terrible, terrible sad <clears throat> story at the end. Here's uh, Big Alan with a question for Gabby Agbon Lahore about influencers. My 15-year-old is, is a big follower of KSI. What does he do He's on YouTube, then? Tell me, what does he do? I think, that, I'm not quite sure, but I think a lot of, like, videos... Yeah, yeah YouTube's thanks. pretty good for that, I find. <laughs> yeah, tremendous. That's right, as opposed to mine. Annie McCoyst and Andy Townsend on Breakfast Now, and they received a message from a listener. Lovely message here. We've got a phone call from Shirley, who's a Chelsea fan, Andy. Yes. Shirley is in the Worthing Hospital at the moment. Lovely. Not for Shirley, it is. <laughs> oh, lovely, and yeah. Not for Shirley. And finally, it's back to Ali alongside Laura Woods on Breakfast, and we're calling this one. Remind us not to go round to Ali's for Burns Night Supper. Then it becomes Burns afternoon, <laughs> and then uh, bun- well, Burns evenings and Burns suppers where traditionally we eat haggis titties. I think I'll have tatties with mine. <laughs> I think I will too. It's all the same. I'll go. I'll go down <clears> the tatties <throat> route. So there we are. That was the best of breakfast. That's it. Well, uh, great, with Laura and it? the gang, and that is it. That is us. Yeah. The best of the clips, the best of the interviews. We do hope you've oh, enjoyed lots it. Of fun. That is us done for another year. We will return. On uh, January the 2nd, I'll be with Charlie. You're back on the 3rd, Andy. I'm back on the 3rd, looking forward to it. Yeah, so we do hope you enjoyed it. The best of the clips, the best of the interviews. And we say we'll be back, hopefully back with a fresh batch of clips. But a lot of that is down to you. You do fantastic work for us spotting the clips. So all of you, you would have heard your clips today, those that have sent them in. And we thank you for them throughout the year we gave you of course I mentioned mm. uh, you're not going to read out a year's worth <laughs> I'm going to read out a year's worth of thank yous we could be here for hours I won't put you through that you know who you are so uh, I'll catch up with you on the second Andy on the third enjoy Christmas and have a fantastic new year <laughs> too tired to clean your floors after playtime forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over let Ufi X10 Pro Omni help Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and Mop Master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. At TalkSport, we absolutely love it when our fans get stuck in. That's why we want you to join us in the dugout a brilliant new TalkSport listener community. It's a place where you can tell us what sports you're into and who your favourite teams are. And tell us what you think we could do better, like big guests and new sports and that. You could win an Amazon voucher for taking part. What are you waiting for? Visit talksport.com slash dugout and get stuck in. 18 plus, terms and conditions apply.